Hey, all right. Welcome to the Tuesday Show. My name is Walter David. And I'm James Chen. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Wow, you threw a curveball. How's everybody going? <laughs> Hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. Uh, obviously, if you're from a foreign country, then you don't really care. Boo! But, but still. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to celebrate it as happy in Indigenous People Day instead, that's also cool, too. But... Did you do anything for Thanksgiving? I visited the parents, and I had to teach them how to use an iPad, so that was... Boy! <laughs> Never ends, huh? Uh, yeah. I, I had Thanksgiving at my cousin's house, which is always cool. My okay. aunt and uncle always have Thanksgiving dinner, and we went okay, there. And, cool, you know, nice. They're, they're uh, chefs. They own an Italian restaurant, so we had Italian food. <laughs> basically what we always do. For, Dude, that sounds amazing, uh, actually. I would be totally down nah, for that. There was, there was regular turkey and stuff. but uh, And then for my nuclear family, we always have a Saturday Thanksgiving oh, because it's hard to get us all together. Okay. We're in different places. And so it's hard to do that, do that in the work week, like in the midweek. Mm-hmm. So we always have it on Saturday. So it was cool. I ate a lot. Yeah, that's the way it works. I'm trying to eat less right now to try to make up for that, but that doesn't always work out. Just be glad I didn't bring the apple crisp. God. <clears throat> apple crisp, uh, cinnamon rolls, homemade cinnamon rolls, um, two homemade cheesecakes, lemon and regular, uh, homemade cookies, chocolate chip, with and without nuts. Uh, what else did we have? Oh, we had this horrible fruitcake, but you know, everybody's got to have that. So. Why did they, why, I mean, nobody likes fruitcake. And yet somehow everyone always wants to bring fruitcake. I never understand that. There's got to be a big fruitcake lobby out there. That's the only way to to understand these things. All right, let's talk about video games. So we're going to talk about what is real Street Fighter. Yeah. Real SF. I think that's kind of my fault that this is a conversation. <laughs> what is real Street Fighter? We'll talk about that. That's a total real, totally real, legit topic. Exactly. Uh, Knuckledew has unfortunately dropped out of Capcom Cup. We'll talk about that, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about uh, sort of the solution to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about the rivalries issue that just blew up in the NRS scene yesterday. Yeah. And weighed in on by one Edward Boone. <laughs> uh, and we'll talk about our... Wish list, or maybe what we expect to see, probably more right. from uh, the Evo Games lineup. Uh, we'll talk about budget tournament results. Yeah. MVCI second DLC. A lot of crap happened, and especially because we weren't here last week on account of I was sick after having traveled seven weekends in a row. Right. The funny thing though is that these four main topics that we have here that aren't like you know standard, you know, aren't the standard results or whatever like that, all happened this last week. That's true. Actually, like none yeah. of this is actually two weeks old. So this is right. all current. So you're right. You're right. So yeah, lots of stuff to talk about. Well, yeah, this is all high fights, bro. <laughs> it's so great. Okay, there are so a bunch let, of turns, yeah, yeah let's talk about let's talk about this. So, I mean, the thing about it is, a lot of people have gone to this point again because this is cyclical in history. This is the circle of fighting game life of this game isn't real Street Fighter, and so High Fight just put up a you know poll, almost kind of a trolley poll that said. Which one is real Street Fighter? And it had Super Turbo, it had USF4, it had Alpha 3, and it had Third Strike listed there. And I was like, okay, you know what? I don't think any of these are real <laughs> Street Fighters. So okay. I'm just going to click on Super Turbo because it's my favorite game, sure. right? So I click on Super Turbo and Third Strike's winning. And I'm like, huh? Third Strike is the least Street Fighter game out of all the Street Fighters. So I quoted that and I posted it. 
And that just started the biggest shit storm. <laughs> Holy crap. I had no idea that it was going to go to that length. But you know what? I will say one thing. I have to give Javits credit. Okay. Javits says, I love Third Strike, but I can never talk about it because it's like bringing up religion and politics when you're with your relatives. Yeah. And I'm going to abide by that now. I'm just not going to talk about Third Strike anymore. Because, look, I said it's the most different. It's the most unstreet fightery of street fighters, right? And everyone got mad at me. Yeah. Everyone got mad at me. And it's funny because... Most of the people who love Third Strike hate the other Street Fighters. <laughs> yeah. Should be a compliment to them, right? Okay, this I guess. Should be yeah. a compliment to them. And I didn't say that was a bad thing. Of course, yeah. I st- but, but to be fair, to be fair, I've been very critical of the game on social media in the past. So when I Threes. say something, yeah. So when I say something like that, it definitely sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm shitting on the game. You know what I mean? Just because of my past history. So I don't blame people for that interpretation coming from me at all because I have that history but you know I still even after all this conversation to me it's still the least street fightery game but the question is is there such thing as a real street fighter that's the, that's the that's issue. the main question well when when you said that none of the games in that poll were real street fighter mm-hmm. did, did, are you saying that because you think there's some other game that is more real street fighter mm-hmm. or is it because that concept is just a canard and doesn't really exist. It's it's bunk. Bunk. There's no such thing as a real Street Fighter. Like, yeah, Super Turbo maybe is where it started, but Jesus Christ, you can hit buttons like a mofo in Super Turbo, and there's, like, no consequence. Yeah, there's whiff punishing. People do whiff punish. Yeah. But, but it's Difficult not, though. yeah, uh, like Chun-Li Lowford, it's not happening. Right. <laughs> right? Uh, Cammy Lowford, you're not with no. no I don't. I've never you gotten whiff punished out of that move. I've you, never gotten whiff punished out of that. As, as Zangief, I just have to guess and stick out a sweep and hope it works. Yeah, I, there's and no it's, whiff and it's a trade. It's a trade. Right. You're just trying to trade. Yeah. So there is no such thing as a real street fighter, in my opinion. So uh, I just don't think that there's really anything to go by. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and in fact, I am happy that the Street Fighter series between the iterations has varied so drastically compared to most other games. Yeah. Like, Tekken has been very consistent throughout. Right. And yes, they've obviously Constant. added a bunch of systems. Some changes, of course. You yeah. know, Smash Brothers has been relatively the same, but they changed things. And so if you talk to Tekken players or Smash players, they would just be like, they would crucify me for saying stuff like Especially that. Especially about Smash. Oh, yeah, boy, I can't believe I that just came out of your mouth. But yeah, right. I know. I, I'm saying that because I'm expecting to be crucified. I wanted to be crucified yeah, well, for that. Well, we should accomplish But you know what? I do believe that the Street Fighter games vary drastically between the iterations, which are 2, Alpha, 3, 4, and 5. And I like that. And I'm happy about that. And it's a good thing that they're unique. I'm with you, man. I when <laughs> we knew that Street Fighter V was coming out, but before we knew what it was, all I people were asking, oh, would well, you want to see Parry's back? Do you want to see Focus Attack back? Yeah, uh-huh. No. I just wanted to see a new game. That was yeah. what was most important to me. Yeah. Uh, and they deli- they delivered, right? Street Fighter V is not Street Fighter Four, and it's not Street Fighter Three, right? It's different. Mm-hmm. Which is an, a very important goal. I like that they are different games. Um, obviously, there are some commonalities. Yes. Right? Like, Street Fighter doesn't have air dashing. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it tends to be a more grounded game. Right. I mean, the, the reason why I can still say that there's no such thing as a real Street Fighter and still quantify Third Strike as being the most yeah. unstreet fighter okay. of games is because 
there's still something about Street Fighter that makes it distinctly different than Tekken, than Guilty Gear, than KOF, than Darkstalkers, than, you know, those, like, if we, if you're, if you want to go the full, full, yeah. uh, eight, nine yards, full nine yards, then all the fighting games are the, are different, and there's no genre, but we all know that's not true. Tekken has a distinct feel. Sure. Virtua Fighter even has a distinct of feel. Right? Smash has a distinct feel. All the games have a distinct feel. So there still is something that can be considered core-ish Street Fighter. Yeah, I just think I just think you can't. It doesn't get very far beyond generalities. Mm-hmm. Like there's mm-hmm. there's not an air dash, right? Yeah. Twelve has an air dash, right? Okay, right. Like, yeah, yeah. Even even Oni yeah, has an air yeah, dash, Oni, right? Yeah, yeah. But like uh, uh, almost, it's it's not a game engine thing, mm-hmm, right? That, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They don't really have that. Uh, yeah. It's a two D fighter. It tends to be more grounded, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. There's no super jumping. There's no air combos. Well, no, Third Strike like has super jumps, but well, high jump. Yeah, high no, I, but I <laughs> right. It's it. There's not a big sort of vertical yeah, play yeah, field. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh-huh, it's on the ground uh-huh. more or less. Yeah. I don't think that you can get very far beyond just very basic generalities mm-hmm. in terms of what Street Fighter is. But yeah, I guess to, to me, I, I think Alpha 3 is the most yeah. unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's between those two, Alpha 3 or Third Strike. Strike. It's basically right. one of uh-huh. those two. Uh-huh. And for me, the reason it's Alpha 3 is because Alpha 3 has a lot of things that were just one-offs. That like, didn't, <laughs> didn't come back. Isms, right? The, nobody really Plus else. Counter launching things. Yeah, the, the, what, well, I guess the, that did come back. It, in it five eventually came back, bit, yeah. but like like air flip recovery and like Dude, the air blue, flip recovery blue blocking is the, is the main and thing. Yeah. damage reduction and it had its own unique stuff. Yeah, uh, and the way that some of the stuff worked out, resulting in uh, infinite juggles, that kind of thing, doesn't really <laughs> exist in other Street Fighters. Yes. Um. So so stuff like that makes it more unique to me. Uh huh. Definitely not bad. It's not my favorite game, but I certainly get why people right. like it. I think uh-huh. it's really creative and interesting. So that that to me makes it more unique. And in Street Fighter Three Third Strike, I find a lot of similarities with SF Five in particular. Yeah, and uh-huh. in SF Four too. I feel like it basically created the sort of whiff punishing footsies yes. game. I agree with that. And that's been huge in SF Four and SF Five. I think its pressure is very much like how SF Five ended up doing it. I think mm-hmm. it's its option selects were kind of what then led to SF4 mm-hmm. and SF5 option selects. Uh, I think it's it's neutral game feels dangerous in a way that like SF5 hmm. feels dangerous. So I feel like there's a lot of similarities there, but it was a big break from the alphas and from Street Fighter 2 right. for sure. Yeah. And parry is a unique thing, right? Like parry doesn't really exist in in, in any other Street Fighter. Uh, Ryu has a parry. <laughs> yeah. SF5, no, no, obviously it's very, it's very, very different. So that that thing did have that did make big differences, right? right? Make it so you could jump more often. It makes it so there's crazier mix-ups in some ways, and, and, and it affects every situation. It's, it's, for sure. it's, it's all pervasive, over the place. all over the place. And 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 also another thing is like, and and this is what people have. This is what third strike players have told me, is that your tier placement in that game is almost entirely based on how badly you can blow up parries. Right, so Ganajin kills it. Chun Li has the crouching medium kick into or Kara throw. It's very heavy mix up. Uh, Makoto's got crazy command throw. Dudley has overhead low that leads into the same damage combo. Yuring has unblockables, you know, and the crappy characters like Remy and and Sean and Necro. I'm not Necro and Twelve. 
they don't have real good ways to take advantage of the high-low pair. That's yeah. how pervasive the parry sure. system is to me in that game, is that your literal placement in the tiers is based on how well you can blow up parries. Okay, it's certainly part of it. Uh, Chun-Li, it's important to have moves that can be high-parried or down-parried and have that be a real mix-up. Mm-hmm. When you're playing against Oro, you're only worried about high-parry moves right. in neutral. You only mm-hmm. have to press forward, you don't have to press down. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Q basically sucks, it doesn't have anything. Right, so, uh, he um, has no low confirms, right? No, like, yeah. He's got nothing, uh, so... And, and at the same time, if Q gets a parry, if he's not point-blank, he does stand medium kick. <laughs> right? Like, or if, super, if you're super ready for it, but... Not like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't get like a big damage combo. Right, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. how you use parry is, is a huge part of the of the game, of course. Right. Uh, so it's, I mean, it, it's like anything, right? Like any game mechanic mm-hmm. is like that. Different characters take advantage right. of it better or worse. But certainly parry is, is really important and is unique. So I get why people think that Street right. Fighter 3 Third Strike is a, is a I mean, game. what's interesting is like, like I said, because when I said it, and obviously I've been critical of the game in the past, despite the fact that I respect the game, I just know I don't like parries, but I still enjoy watching it. Yeah. I'll still play it still casually. Play yeah, I still play it casually and everything like that. And you know what? A lot of people probably don't think I know anything about the game. Like, I still remember when I was talking about charge partitioning one time in Sanchez, I was like, you can't charge partition. I was like, I'm going to jump on stream right now. And Dang. I did everything. And I was Sick. like, this is how you charge my attention. He was like, okay, can you do Alex stand strong to super? Stand strong to super. He's like, okay. <laughs> That's not so hard. It's it's fast. It's right, just, just fast. Right, right, yeah. And I was like, okay. But I was, dude, I know so much about Third Strike. Right. I'm not talking from this point of view that I don't know about the game, mm-hmm. right? So, like I said, my biggest problem is I just don't like pairing because to me it takes away the anti-air, the fireball, and also it adds a little bit of, like, there are, dude, how many times have people parried something by accident and killed it and just been like, you know what, I'm the best and don't admit it? Like, everybody's done that. Everybody has done that. Right? And so there's like there's a, there's a lot of little luck factors in, in pairing and stuff like that. So it's just, I just feel like it's kind of a, uh, a, a fundamentally flawed system because like, we, I even had a conversation with NB Silent Shadow about how you would balance parries if we could do it now. And there's just, like, no way to do it unless you turn into a button, but then it's like, Ugh, right? And so there's just, it's kind of a system that there's really no way to balance properly within the context of the game. I think, so. it's, I think it's balanced nicely. I think some of the characters in that game are balanced poorly, mm-hmm. right? The, it's the character's problem. Yeah, like okay, okay. Q should probably not only have close ways. To, he can do stand medium kick or close jab stand into. Stand medium kick should be super cancelable. Dude. Yeah, his, his two cancelable options into into supers that actually combo are close medium kick and close jab. Probably he should have more than that, Jesus. right? He's, he, so it's it's a it's a game. It's a character balance issue. I feel right yeah, more, yeah. more than uh, more uh. than parry. But with parry, it's very hard to make other things work that are in other games. It's really right. hard to make zoning work. Exactly. It's hard. Exactly. It's, it may be doable, but it's super tough. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, for sure, it makes the characters play a certain mm-hmm. it, it enforces this kind of footsies range, which yeah. is what Third Strike's played. And the other thing, too, is I do try to make that distinction that, yes, I don't think Third Strike is a bad game. I mean, outside of balance. There's obviously balance issues in Third Strike. It's probably one of the least balanced Street Fighters, right? So, but outside of balance... I don't think Street Fighter 3 is a bad game. In fact, even during my phase of watching match videos to death during the days of, you know, real media and all that stuff like that, it was Third Strike and Guilty Gear, which were the two games that I enjoyed watching the most. 
Uh, Japanese third strike tournaments are fun beyond reason. Yes. Beyond reason because they're all single elimination tournaments and anything can happen. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> but anything can happen. But so, like I said, I acknowledge the game is really fun. I admit that it's not for me. That I just don't yeah. like parries because I like patterned kind of play and it right. kind of throws right. that off. Yes, you know sure. what I mean? And and that's a good thing because the parry system adds a kind of variance, forced variance to the player yes, does. that does not exist in any other fighting game, which is what makes it, that's what's cool about it. Plus, even though I can sit here and go for five hours about why I don't like parries, I will say this, that parries are the greatest emotional rewarding mechanic in a fighting game. Even though I think it's one of the worst mechanics in a fighting game because I just don't like the concept of it, yeah. right? But from an emotional reward standpoint, which is super important in my opinion to fighting games, it is probably the greatest fighting game mechanic awesome. ever put in. Because whenever you land it, you just feel so good. <laughs> you feel so happy when you parry things. For sure. For sure. <laughs> just just when we were at when we were at um, Red Bull Battlegrounds, mm -hmm, we were playing mm -hmm. third and who I forget who I was playing against. Willie, you was you play Walter, Walter, not Willie, but Walter. Yeah, Willie B, Walter, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. And he did toward medium kick overhead or something, and I was like, I see you. Here's a forward. Then I did seven twenty, and I was like, bam, Gigas, and I was yeah, it's pretty sick. <laughs> I thought that was pretty sick. So. Uh, I mean, trust me. I've been saying this about Third Strike for years. This is dude. an ancient argument. This is this, this is, is from early two thousands. This is nothing new for me. Yeah. So trust me. This is nothing has changed recently. So yeah. I'm, I'm I I've been saying these things for years. So it has nothing to do with any sort of trying to stay relevant or whatever sure. like that. So. I mean, again, I think Alpha Three is more of its own beast mm -hmm. than any other Street Fighter yeah. game because uh -huh. it just has things that never existed again. But and and I you know, and, you know with regard to Alpha Three, I feel like it's right. Behind, yeah, it's one of those two. It's one. It's one or the it's, other. It for sure, it's, it's one, one of those or the two. other. Uh huh. Anyway, I think this is a funny topic because it comes up every time there's a new Street Fighter. Yes. Yeah. 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 So that, uh -huh, this, uh -huh, this is like uh -huh, the more important uh -huh. point uh, is that it comes up every time. And furthermore, we predicted it. <laughs> Do, right? Yeah. Do you remember this? Do you remember this? Yeah, uh -huh, uh -huh. Two years ago, saying when Street Fighter Five comes out for sure. Regardless of whether it's the best or the worst game ever, uh -huh. either way, people will be saying that it is not real Street Fighter. They will want to go back to SF4. SF4 was the best game ever. Alternatively, Third Strike was the best. Alpha right, Two yeah. was the best. Because uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. it happens every single time, and it's it, there's no deviation from that. Right. I think a big part of that is that it, Street Fighter games are quite unique from each other, mm -hmm. right? But um, even on even on top of that. I, I'm not really sure why, because other games are pretty different in some situations, but even still, you don't really hear this level of, it's not real, X. Right, yeah, yeah, and Well, it's because, like I said, I don't feel like the other games vary as much. Like in, like, MK9 to MKX was quite different, I okay, would say. Okay, and so, okay, And there were definitely people who say MK9's better. Right, but right. That happens for sure, but you don't hear MKX isn't real Mortal Kombat. I just, because... You don't hear that. You, just, you hear MK9 was better. You don't hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think that because there, there really is no real Mortal Kombat <laughs> yeah. at this point in time. Because there right? were 15 years where it was a horrible game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was always I mean, terrible. To, to be honest, to, to Street Fighter's credit, I guess that's kind of the legacy that it has is that people will argue about it. That there really hasn't been a true bombed Street Fighter V series. I mean, in my opinion, saying that the game isn't particularly Street Fighter-y is not a compliment. 
You know what I mean? Like, it's not an insult. It's not yeah. a compliment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, saying you you play like Street Fighter isn't a compliment, necessarily. <clears throat> you know what sure. I mean? Like, right, oh, now, course, yeah. right now, my favorite fighting game is Tekken, right? I'm enjoying the hell out of Tekken sure. right now. But, like, saying that the game is not Street Fighter doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It's not It's not a negative or a good. It's not a it's, negative it's, thing. Right. And, yeah. and the funny thing is, like, I like Third Strike players, I don't. I, some people are saying it's different at, in other places, but here in SoCal, the Family Fun Crew, the players who played Third Strike didn't play anything else. Mm-hmm. They never played anything before that. They never played anything after that. There, there's a huge contingent like that. That's yeah, true. And, and they stopped playing. And it's because the game is so different. It's so unique from everything else. Like, those players just won't play any of the other Street Fighter games because, I mean, like, the fact that Kai came... And I, I kind of blame Kai for my sort of anti-Street Fighter third strikeness because really? he always talks about how great it is in front of me and I just roll my eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But, like, he came up to me and was like, when Street Fighter Four first came out, I was like, look how stupid this game is. I'm like, why? If Balrog does super and I let go of the controller, I keep blocking. Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it and I was like, wait, why, why is that a problem? It's like, I keep blocking. That's dumb. I'm like... You know Third Strike is the only game that doesn't do that, right? Yeah. Even Second Impact and yeah. New Generations, that happened. Right. And so, like, I don't know. It's just, like, weird that they only know that game. You know yeah. what I mean? And and so, to me, that's even more kind of examples of why that game is so different. Because even the people who play it don't play the other games. You know what I mean? It's... Yeah, that that's true. I think that we would be saying that about Alpha Three if anybody played Alpha Three anymore. Oh, dead game, dude. You know what? You know what the worst thing about it is too? It's like I love Alpha Three to death. I know you do. I that's love Alpha Three to death. The, and if you told me let's do an Alpha Three revival tournament, I'd be like, no, <laughs> I can't. That's the thing is I love the game to death, but Crouch Cancel Infinites have destroyed yeah, that game. There's bummer. just there's nothing you can do. And Vism is stupid. Bummer, yes. I really hate the not, Vism not system balanced. in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I really don't like it. Uh, so. so look, there's obviously there's no real thing as real Street Fighter. That's mm-hmm. stupid. What people are really saying is I preferred X game. Mm-hmm. I think Via was exactly right when you said whatever game you come up on, what if it's Street Fighter, that to you is real Street Fighter forever. Yep. That makes sense to me. Uh, I think that's totally right. But uh, it, it's just... I wish people would would quit skirting around with... It, it's not or it is Real Street Fighter. What right. they really mean is, I like this other <laughs> game more. That's all. They, just say it. Yep. You prefer Street Fighter 4. That's fine. Dude, Japan held cool. a... They just held an Aism only tournament? Yo, Ooh. I need to go look that up. That sounds like that would be hype. I really want to see that, so... That's all it is. Just say that you like another game. Just be honest. Nobody's going to be... Well, so Commander, people will be mad, Commander but I Pepper, will be less mad. Commander Pepper says, my thoughts on how to balance or change Alpha 3. One, I would get rid of Crouch Cancel Infinite, right? Well, of course. Two, I would change it so that custom combos are quarter circle forward times two into button presses. Yeah. That's all I do. That's uh, that's like the core of my balance changes outside of ca- actual specific character tweaks. Why, why the... Quarter circle forward. Because the only reason why custom combos are stupid is because you can instantly react to everything. It's like throw a fireball custom, go right through, kill you. you. Think there's more stupid. If you jump a, a custom combo, I can juggle you. Jump custom combo, I can react to the custom combo. Right. That's why you played V as Zangief instead of A Zangief. The only reason why you played V Zangief is because when you fought against Akuma or against Sakura, you could never jump at them if they had a full bar unless you had a full bar because they they would custom and you would custom. 
But now if you had quarter circle forward one, it would take them much more reaction and prep and mental preparation. It's not just, I'm playing footsies, you jumped at me, boom! And I can anti-air you and take more reaction. Mm. And then if they activate, the other person couldn't counter-activate because they don't have time to put in the motions because okay. the freeze is, you know, that... You don't think it should, there should be, like, less damage? Maybe that's maybe that's character balance issue. Maybe character balance, and maybe I would just increase the scaling. Yeah. Or, no, you know what I, I would actually do? I would just decrease the timer on it. Yeah. Because they sense. last too long. That makes sense. This is the worst problem about... Like, as much as I hate Alpha 2 custom combos... It's like custom, boom, da, 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 da. yeah. It's like four seconds. At yeah, least. Uh-huh, but Maybe alpha three. is like boom, shampoo cat, pow, shampoo cat, boom, shampoo cat, boom, and you're just like, God, please stop now. For you know sure. what I mean? So I would just change the timer on it so that it would be. But the thing is, again, balancing games. I don't want to change too much of the game. You 100%. know what I mean? I do not want to change too much of the game. So those would be the main system things. Maybe. I would make it so Xism doesn't take as much chip damage, but even lowering the timer on the Vism would fix that a little mm. bit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anyway, quit talking about real Street Fighter. It's. I, <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and not have said that just now because it's a complete waste of breath. But I think people should not say real Street yes. Fighter anymore. Uh-huh. They're agree. not gonna. I agree. I agree. It'll always happen. I agree. But I agree. they should not say that anymore. Okay. Get on with it. Get yeah. over it. Let's yeah. move no on. No such to... thing as a real Street Fighter. Yeah. No, no such thing. Yeah, there's no real Street Fighter. Every Street Fighter game is and should be different. Yes. And like Man. I said, the fact that they are willing to go that different between games, I think, makes Street Fighter special. I like it. And I think it's one of the coolest things about it. So what what, what would you say, though, about the whole concept of like new characters? Because people started bringing that up. Like they liked mm. Street Fighter 3 because it was all new characters and they had to put in Ryu and Ken because everybody was mad and all that right, stuff yeah. like that. Right, yeah. Chun-Li came back for a third story. Yeah. Uh, 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 would you like it if every series of Street Fighters was a whole new set of cast? Honestly, it doesn't matter that much to me either way. Because they're just functions in the end, right? More or less, yes. <laughs> that is actually my position. But... But, th- but that said, I-, I like the returning characters because I know other people care about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can get more people playing a game, cool with me. But I don't personally care. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is games like Virtual Fighter, Tekken, and stuff like that, they thrive on the fact that a lot of characters come back. People are still mad that Lei is not in Tekken 7, for yeah. example. And it brings people in. Street Fighter 4, everyone got hyped for it because they were glad to see Guile and Blanca and Honda and all those characters back. So I, th- I, like-, I like what Street Fighter 5 did. I like that they put in some characters. They left out even some of the classics. They brought up some new characters. And I, I especially like the fact that in Season 2, they were like, you know what, screw it. All brand new characters. Instead of, except and for and weirdos, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, which, I, which I like. If they're going to be new characters... Well, either way. I want new characters to be weirdos, and I want returning characters to be I mean, made uh, weird. I mean, That's what I like. Honestly, so. out of uh, Abigail, like they're really not that weird. You don't think... Well, maybe not the character itself, but... But certainly, Manat's playstyle is used. Really oh, okay, unique. yeah, 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 yeah. Like Ed uh, has uh, really uh, unique. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're talking about gameplay style. I yes, thought you meant gameplay. like character design no. stuff. Like, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Colleen is definitely a weirdo in that respect. Yes, agreed. All right. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Well, speaking of Street Fighter V and Capcom Cup, and, yes, and uh, unfortunately, a little bit of bad news here. Yes. Is that last year's champion, Knuckledoo, tweeted out that he just is probably not going to be able to attend Capcom Cup. And he said, Pen- and he said Capcom is already, he's already talked to them and they're okay with it. 
and uh, he said, pending on what Team Liquid said, and then Liquid tweeted out, dude, we are behind you all the way, do what you need to do. So, unfortunately, last year's champion is not going to return to defend his title, right. which is, you know, sad for a lot of us to hear, because as a person trying to do the, the title defense, he's been playing exceptionally well all year long. Agreed. And he's third on the list. Right. In, 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 in rank on CPT right now. He's number three. Right. Only behind EVO champion Tokido, who got a billion points for EVO, yeah. and Punk. Right, who's right. been crazy good. He's been so, winning everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it's sad that he's not going to do that. Maybe. However, you know, I whatever you need to take care of first is what you need to take care of. Hundred percent agree. Right. Uh, I don't know what the issue is. I don't want to speculate on what the issue is. Everybody should, and as far as I have seen, is being cool about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anybody be not cool about it. So uh, that's 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 important. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad about that. But. Certainly, I would love to have seen him, both in game and just as a person. Yeah, yeah, of both. course. But you know, in, in any case, he, he won't be there. Uh, so, there was some discussion as to what would happen as a result. Who would take his place? Would it be like the thirty third ranked person or whatever, thirty <laughs> second, I guess? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, person coming in, or would it be last year's champ? And Capcom came out and said that the rule is that the last year, the oh, last year's second place, I should say, right? That last year's second place comes in. Because, mm-hmm. of course, Dew was auto-qualified for Capcom Cup, mm-hmm. having won last year. So the rule is, whoever was second place last year after him comes in instead. That was Ricky Ortiz. Right. And so that rule was there in place since last year. Like, right. it, that rule has been stated in there for the longest time. So that means that he, that she is the one that gets to go into the tournament now. So. Right. And, and there is some discussion in the chat. I see... Um, about that rule. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, so that, mm-hmm. that rule, like you said, it was in place. The right thing to do for them, of course, is to stick to the established rule. Yes. Like, if, mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm. think it's not a good rule, change it for the future. Yes. But for now, it needs to be what the rule was. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, so good call mm-hmm. on that. On that. Yeah. But do you think that is a good rule? Well, I mean, the, 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 the interesting thing is I'm sure they probably figured that, you know, if you got second place last year, then you're still going to be kicking it the whole next year. But, you know, at the time that you write that kind of rule, it makes total sense, yeah. right? Obviously, things happen. Like, what if Infiltration even got second place last year, and then this year he got married and all this right. stuff like that, and he's not in there either, you know? There's lots of little things like that can happen. So, But I think in terms of, you know... Um, carrying that tradition because like Kazunoko came back and all that stuff like that I don't mind it as a rule and Ricky certainly getting second place she got second place because she's amazing at the game and she's taking a break from the game a little bit to deal with some personal stuff but she said that she's ready she's ready to play she was going to enter the last chance qualifiers anyway she was already there and so you know what let's do it I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad rule I mean I feel bad for NL or mm. Sako. No, Sako stayed in. And now I feel bad for Anel because mm. he was probably like, oh, I'm in. Right. And then, oh, God, no. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, and NL probably thinks to himself, I did all this work this year. Right. Ricky didn't do as much work. How come she gets in and I did? I get that. I understand that. But, you know, again, you can't say Ricky didn't earn it because I wouldn't she say got that. second place last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, don't think, I don't think people should be saying that. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's not a good rule. I do think the rule should be changed. Okay. Second place last year. If, if the idea is second place at Capcom Cup is a fantastic job, that person should still be good next year, mm-hmm. they should get in 
if first place isn't there. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, a flawed rule because um, if that person is good, then they should probably just already be there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. they should they should probably just already yeah. have qualified. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and if they haven't, then bummer for them. But I, right. so I think that that rule, if that's the goal of it, kind of misses the mark. I don't think that's very good. I would much rather have the next person in points scoots in. Yeah, right. I think that mm-hmm. is definitely mm-hmm. the better rule because because. You know, this is not the only year that somebody has been really strong and then doesn't play much the next time. It's mm-hmm. definitely happened before. Right. Uh, it'll happen again, right? So I think that's, it's not a great idea. I would much rather have the rewards be the people who do well this year. Right, who did put in that work Did put in the work. Because especially, yeah. like I said, NL did travel a lot. Dude, we saw him everywhere. And he's not going to be able to get in there despite all that work, even though someone had to drop out. It's kind of unfortunate. Because if anybody else had dropped out, if it was like Smug is like, I can't do it anymore, NL would get in. Right. You know what I mean? But it's just specifically because Knuckle Dew was last year's champion that Ricky gets in there because the rule was written in the first place. Right. But I do agree that they should stick with the rule for of course. this year of course. and then maybe for next year change it 100% mm-hmm. it should definitely be the same this year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so Ricky's in uh, w- w- you know I haven't seen Ricky play all that much this year as you said she's been doing other things mm-hmm. uh, I guess I'm I, you know she's a fantastic player high level Ricky is one of the best ever mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure that she'll be at high level because I haven't seen her play and even if she's training a, a lot now there's a lot of momentum in the game and it's not as easy to just pick it back up after time away. Right. So I'm not, like, very optimistic for how well she'll do. Right. But uh, she should be in there because that's yeah. what the rule was. Yeah. I feel like she has the potential to upset a few people. I, she I has wouldn't... a ton of potential. That's, I, I'm not claiming she doesn't have potential. I just don't think that she's going to be maximizing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But, but, of course, she's very talented. But that's a good question, though. I mean, do the rules state that she's going to jump directly to where Dew's spot is on there, or is she going to drop all the way down to the bottom because technically she has the least amount of points? Well, I'm actually not sure about that. Uh, I haven't heard anybody else talk about that point. That's a good question. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She won't be uh, last in points because the last chance qual... I mean, not last in the uh, bracket. Because the last chance qual is guaranteed to be 32nd. Right, right. In the right. in the ranking, the, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So would she be in thirty first place? Right, then, yeah. Question. I don't know. I haven't seen so anybody we'll talk about that. Find that. We'll have to find that out. Probably talk to Capcom about right. that. I, I think I think that would be the better choice. Mm-hmm. Right. I think so. It too. would be strange to have her in third place overall. Yeah. She didn't. Even if she did great last year, and she therefore earned a place. The theory is in this year's event. Right. She didn't earn a a sort of third place overall mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. event. So. So a lot of people are saying that it's going to take a dues place, I guess. I'm not sure. I, I think it would make more sense to put her in the 31st spot. Same. To be honest. So, um. uh, Rick says Dew was going to be seated on points, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you would expect Ricky to be seated in the same way, which and means she would be 31st, 31st overall. Okay. Uh, that makes sense to me, but again, I haven't seen Any explicit. Yeah, I haven't seen that. official ruling. Yeah. So okay. we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, in any case, yeah, uh, it'll probably be talked about on uh, Bizarro Mike's uh, Wake Up Wednesday tomorrow. He'll probably talk about what's going on in that situation. Right. I mean, at, at the core of this whole thing, any sort of debate on Ricky, you know, should she be in there, should NL, whatever like that. I mean, honestly, for me, it takes a backseat to, I just hope Knuckle Dew's okay. Yes, of course. I hope everything works out for him, whatever's going on. Yeah. It might not even be that serious or yeah. anything like that. But, you know, whatever's going on, like I said... 
take care of your stuff out of the game. I, I'm a fan of him inside and outside of the game. Sure. Right? So, like, I'll root for him in all fashions, uh, in all aspects of life. So if he needs to take time to take care of whatever he needs to take care of, do it. And, you know, I had some people uh, in one of my stream chats, you know, mention like, oh, you know what, we have a right to know what's going on. And you have a right to ask. You have a right to ask, but... That's a big old thumbs down. Yeah, so just, we don't need to know. We don't mm -hmm. need to know. Because that's, I mean, they're like, it's a public figure. There's but, no you know, right I, involved. Yeah, exactly. So. Even in a public figure. You, yeah, you, right. Legal, uh -huh. There's That's actually a legal thing. Public figure actually matters. For some, right, some yeah, aspects yeah, of law, uh, 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 there's no right to knowing what public figure does. Come on, right. if something is reported already, then in some situations it that can't be sort of taken out of the public anymore. Right, it's already in the public, uh, but uh, you don't uh, get to know everything they're doing yeah, just because. Yeah, yeah. Come, uh, uh, exactly. come on, exactly, exactly. Dumb. Uh, all right, anything else to say about this? Uh, not that I can think of. Uh, do you want to take a break, or do you want to just jump onto the next thing? Let's jump on to the next thing, because I feel like the Evo talk will take a little bit longer. Okay, sure, no problem. So, this week has been a big talk on the old NRS side of the FGC about rivalries. And here's how it started. <laughs> Apparently, in a an NRS Twitter DM chat. DM a, chat? A DM chat for a, a long time discussion has been, who is the champion? Of NRS games, right? The Justice Two, I mm -hmm, guess. Mm -hmm. Is it Sonic Fox, who won a lot of the tournaments this year mm -hmm. and is probably the best player? Mm -hmm. However, he didn't win Evo, and he didn't win E League, and he in fact got busted in E League. Right. Um, well, Sonic Fox did win the IPS. Though, he did right? win the IPS mm -hmm, finals, mm -hmm. but the IPS finals fed into E League. As the world championship. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Oh, so that that okay, was a qualifier. Okay, okay. I know it's confusing. It was not well marketed, but uh, yeah, the the IPS Injustice Pro Series finals fed into E League Injustice Two World Championship. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, dude. I know. I know what you. Whatever. Uh, all right. Uh, you're right. Actually, Sonic Fox was sick during Evo. He had food poisoning. Um, so, you know, him getting, I think it was fourth place yeah, is yeah, yeah. pretty good even still, yeah. but he didn't uh, win. Because uh -huh. uh, the thing is, I saw that question brought up as a Twitter poll, and I thought that's where it came from. So Twitter polls are just causing all sorts of... <laughs> it was put, so because this has been an issue, so Dragon won those two, the biggest tournaments uh, of the year, uh, Evo uh, and Evo, right, yeah, 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 he yeah. won uh, both uh -huh. of them. So is that the real champion? That was the, the Twitter DM chat. Issue, uh -huh, uh -huh. and then so uh, Pick of the Hut thought, all right, let's put this on the old public Twitter and oh, see God. what everybody okay, says. And okay, that was the, okay, that was the poll. okay. Uh, and yeah, that poll uh, it got it got a bit of attention. Okay, um, so I'm, what I'm learning here is let's not make Twitter polls anymore. <laughs> They're causing all sorts of problems. That's right, actually. Yes, <laughs> two out of three topics so far today. Yeah, I know, about, right? Oh, shout man. out to everybody. <laughs> anyway, so. When, when that happened, uh, there was additional drama, I guess. There, the question was, should we even be talking about this, right? Mm -hmm, is, this, is, this like a, mm -hmm. is this a productive use of time to, you know, talk about sort of essentially building a rivalry between these two guys? Right. Whether or not they feel it. Should we be building this rivalry between the two of them? Should we be comparing somebody who didn't win the, the explicitly both developer and community endorsed 
world championships. Right. Uh-huh. Should uh-huh. we should we be talking about somebody else as even the potential champion? Does that devalue the value of Evo and E League? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And so old Ed Boone came in and he was like, "All right, everybody." <laughs> Ed Boone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ed Boone came in and and he basically said, "Quit it." You know, he's like, "Enough of this." And he so did. his opinion was, "Stop talking about the rivalry." Stop talking about this. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's an interesting topic because I, I like I like talking about rivalries, uh-huh, and uh-huh. a lot of other people chimed in the same. Is it is it sort of valuable to have rivalries, and is this both that question, and also is it a good way to go about building rivalries to mm-hmm, sort mm-hmm. of like talk down a little bit on the potential world champion right. versus one of the, the best. I mean, not not to answer that question right away, but one of the things that also was mentioned a lot, I think, was that Dragon never played Sonic Fox in any of those events. Right? Yeah, I don't think that happened. Not, not in those two events. Yeah, sure. not in those yeah. two events, but when he has played Sonic Fox, he has lost to Sonic Indeed Fox. Indeed he has. Right? Yeah, okay, okay. Indeed he has. Yeah. So I think it's uncontroversial to say that Sonic Fox is the best NRS yes. game player. It's, I don't think it's controversial to say he's not right now. Right. Or at least he was uh-huh, not uh-huh, during uh-huh. E-League. And I don't think it's controversial to say that Dragon is the champion right now. I'm with you, dude. If if somebody wins Evo, in my mind, that means they are the world champion. <laughs> Additionally, if your scene has something like a an E-League world championship or a Capcom Cup or a KI Cup or whatever, you know, uh-huh, Tekken World uh-huh. uh, Tour... If they have that kind of thing, that is also a champion. But but in my mind, that is second place to Evo. Okay. Um, okay. I, I I like the value of a one weekend tournament because I feel like over a long term, you're qualifying for this sort of thing. Uh, a ton of stuff changes. Right. The, the game okay. the game okay. is not the same game as it was right. at the start. Some people are going to be better at that version versus at the later version, both right. because of patches and not. Uh-huh. Some characters are going to be better or worse, but also just the evolution of the game style, even if the game doesn't change explicitly, yeah. players play it differently over time. At so, e- for Evo, for that weekend, everybody played, and you are the best that exactly. weekend. Everybody was there, because they always are, Right. and there's no change in the rules, mm-hmm. it's just the thing. That's yeah. it. <laughs> And so, to me, that's that's the best. Okay. But if you win both of those, that's double over. For right. sure, yeah, for yeah, sure yeah, the yeah, question yeah, is uh, over. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, but the question was phrased as, who is the true champion? And and the addition of the true there is an important point, uh-huh, because uh-huh, that implies uh-huh, that uh-huh. if it was just the champion, that that answer is, it's dragon. dragon. Right, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. the true champion... Oh, just because he wasn't the explicit champion, he's not the true champion. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a little bit of legal I, reason look, there. I, I think I can't remember. I think I might have voted for Sonic Fox on that poll when wow. I saw it just to see the results. But I mean, honestly, I probably would say Dragon is the, the true champion right now. I think so. He won everything, right? I think and, so. And just because they didn't play each other directly doesn't matter because. If Sonic Fox was a true champion, he wouldn't have lost to anybody else. <laughs> Dude, if you're if you're playing in a league, if if the Eastern Conference is a bunch of garbage and the Western Conference is the best, which has happened in a bunch of sports, well, the opposite's happened too, I guess. But in any case, if that does occur, only the champion of the Western and Eastern Conference play each other. So Bumpkin Jones from the East Coast never actually plays against anybody from the West Coast at all until the Grand Finals. Right, yeah. So, so uh, none of the other matchups actually matter. Even if that happens and the East Coast comes out of garbage country and they happen to beat the West Coast champion, 
I'm sorry, it doesn't matter which West Coast teams would have beaten them. In right. The, that uh, doesn't matter. They're the true. champion. It's true. That's it. And now, see, now you're just making me butt hurt at this point in time. Because, man, everyone always talking about LeBron's been in, like, seven or eight Eastern Conference in conference, like, championship series. He's been in the grand finals, like, eight years in a row. I'm like, yeah, East Coast sucks, dude. <laughs> That doesn't mean oh, anything, dude. I remember one year in the NHL where the West, the the team that was struggling to qualify in eighth place, had more points than, which is how they do it, points. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more or less, they had a better record than anybody except for I think the third place, like the top three yeah, teams yeah, in the East. Uh, so like the West was just way super way. Right. Yeah. That happened uh, a few years in a row, dude. It's been that way. It's been that way in basketball for almost a decade now, and yeah. it's really, really bad. I mean, you know it's bad when the NBA is actually starting to talk about, should we seed them in the playoffs just 1 through 16? Who cares which side they're on? That's how bad it is that they're actually talking about that. So that happens in, in the old sports. Yeah, sorry. And it happens Tangent. in other, <laughs> other competitions, too. And all that really matters is who comes out as the number one winner. That's mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So in, in my view... Dragon's the champion. But I think the more interesting question is, is it is it important to build rivalries? Is it is it is it important to to have that? Is does that keep the scene going? Does that keep things interesting? Mm-hmm. I think it really does. I think it's awesome. I I like having rivalries. They don't have to be you know, big jerk rivalries. They don't have to hate each other. Mm-hmm. That that that's a different story. But to have somebody like a couple of people or a region rivalry or something like that, that that is interesting. It's fun for everybody involved. I think mm-hmm, it's fun mm-hmm. for the rivals themselves. Because I've been there. I've mm-hmm, had the rival thing happen. Right, right, right. And it, I feel it's a lot of fun. And it, it really propels you to keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like it. Even if, and I'm not sure they actually care about this, even if Dragon and Sonic Fox don't, <laughs> right? I think, I think it's interesting to talk about them as being potential rivals because that is interesting for the scene. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I agree. I, I love rivalries. All I'm going to say is Mango Armada. It's perfect, right? Like, that was such a storyline for, for, for a long period of time, people talking about that. And then Hungry Box is now in there, right? Like, taking, taking names and everything like that. But the reason why Smash has built such a large scene is because of the gods kind of uh, uh, storyline. I mean, certainly a factor. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a huge factor there. Now, um, you know, I, I don't like the god culture, Oh yeah, necessarily. No, yeah, yeah. But the rivalry, the storylines help. Like, what everybody always said that you know. Sorry to always use the NBA as the example because I I have a lot of knowledge in the NBA. But Indeed. the NBA really sort of gained that fan base. It really bl- blossomed the most with Magic Johnson and right. Larry Bird. Big part of it, sure. Right? Sure. So they were rivals in college. They right. both went to the pro at the same time. They went to the Lakers and the Celtics, right. and then they kept hitting each other in the grand... in, in the, the, in the grand, champion, grand finals. Yeah. In the grand finals. Yeah. And they kept playing each other. And that storyline, that rivalry was huge. I remember when LeBron made it into the NBA, Carmelo Anthony was there, and they tried to play this little storyline uh-huh. with them, and it didn't work because no. Carmelo Anthony just never quite amounted to the same kind of thing that LeBron did. But those kind of stories are very important, in my opinion, and they do create interest. They create drama. In my opinion, I think human drama is probably the most important factor of any competitive anything. Like, I, I always talk about the example in the World Series of Poker. Like, you know, the whole cam was the biggest thing 
Chris Moneymaker winning one year was another big thing that increased popularity. Rando. But what's that? Having a rando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a rando kind of beat the pro, right? But then the, the, the main thing was that when they started broadcasting on ESPN, they finally started doing profiles of the players. They started highlighting certain players. And, you know, they picked and choose, and, like, maybe some players didn't deserve it over others or whatever right. like that. But it created the personalities. I remember right. watching it, and I would, then whenever I watch random poker, I'm like, oh, there's Chris Jesus Ferguson. Oh, there's right. Daniel Negreanu. Oh, I don't I'm... care anything about that stuff, but I know who those people are. Right, exactly, exactly. So knowing the people, I think, is super important, and that gives a lot of investment for more casual viewers and, and also for sports. You analyst pundits and whatever like that. It makes our job a ton easier. Yeah, and and no look, doubt. and dude, when you watch ESPN, what are you doing? You're watching part of the interruption. You're watching, yeah. you know, all those things, and all they're doing is like, I don't like Skip Bayless. I don't think that LeBron yeah. is blah blah Vapid blah. Personality. You know, yeah, exactly. Like all of that stuff, people like to hear that kind of discussion. So yes, rivalries are super important, and I like it, and I'm glad that there is this rivalry. For people to talk about. Yeah. I definitely don't want it to the degree of in mainstream sports. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I would be very happy if we never had a Skip Bayless type person. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> let that happen, all right? So, <laughs> come on. No, I agree, come I on. agree, I agree, I agree. Uh, I don't want that. But but I do I do want to talk about uh, rivalries, because yeah. that is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I always think that the gameplay... Tournament itself should be max the most important, but just beyond that should be. Should that's be, that's uh, my goal now because people are saying that I say controversial things just to just to be Ooh. relevant here. So I'm gonna be You're Skip, skip Bayless. I'm gonna oh be the Skip. Ba- I am gonna be the Skip Bayless of the FGC. <laughs> You're too self-aware for that to happen. Yeah, buddy. that's probably it's true. It's already impossible for you. It's probably true. Just the very conversation of are you like Skip Bayless or not? If you entertain that in your mind, I don't think you can be Skip Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> I think that disqualifies you from it automatically. Okay, fair enough. Uh, fair I don't enough. have much respect for that fella. Oh, man. <laughs> that guy. Uh. But the thing about it is, he made you watch. I used oh, to watch Sports Center in the morning. I literally got rid of ESPN. Because oh, really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I literally okay. got rid of ESPN. Well, cable in general. That's all I used to get right, from ESPN. Uh, 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 because of him and Stephen A. Smith and similar folks. Oh, you hated like, them? I'm out of here. Oh, I can't okay, take okay fair enough, fair enough. You're a good man. You're a smart man. I hate it. But people like that drama, dude. They do they like, like that the drama. drama. I still remember. I still remember. Because I've always called the WWE the, sport, the soap opera for men, basically, yeah, right? Know. And I still remember the time that Justin and, and Noel were over at my place. This is when Justin was living with me. And they had D- TiVo, they had DVR, the WWE. And they're sitting there watching the guys yell at each other, Oh, no, you know, I'm this, blah, blah, blah. And then it's time to wrestle. Wrestle, and they're like, skip the match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. They skipped the match, and That's... they went to the next thing. And I was like... That is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 like, I like rivalries. I think they're cool. Uh, I'm not sure that they bring in many new viewers. Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. you're probably right to some degree about it, but I don't think that's like a, a major draw. But I do definitely think that it, it energizes and keeps interested the people yeah. who are already following. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so I, I like it from that. From yeah. that side. I mean, for me, it's just that when you find someone that you can attach yourself to, that you just start to like and you start to root for them, it really changes how you gain involvement in the sport. Because every time I watch a basketball game and I don't care who wins, like, you just don't, like, the game does like, but if I watch a team, even if it's a team that I hate, 
Which is why I think guys like F Champ are important as a heel in there, right? Because now it doesn't matter. If you hate F Champ, every time you see him play, you don't care who he's playing against. You want him to lose. And it gives you a personal investment in there. That's true. If you become a huge fan of Knuckle Dew or Punk, every time you see them, you want them to win. Or if you're a huge fan of Tokido, I mean, there was that video where Born Free was like hugging, I forgot who he was after Tokido won because they're both Akuma players and they love Tokido and right. everything like that because of Tokido's history. But if you didn't have that attachment, you might not care that much. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel yeah. like that adds the, that kind of euphoria to the, the, the competition it adds that Come investment and I think that that's super important it's I mean it's personally why I try to focus a lot on weird player stories and bring up weird things and yeah I apologize to Perfect Legend if you ever like because everyone always brings up the 0 and 13 thing mm. whenever you talk about Perfect Legend but I mean <laughs> it's, it's, it's a storyline it's there yeah we so. should quit it though it's, yeah it's I know I know like, I mean we shouldn't we shouldn't joke about it as much anymore like bring it up as a historical thing but like don't use it as you know, I mean it's not that we should forget it I just feel like it's like Oh, here's Carl. Let's we'll talk about this story. Yeah, yeah. I, right. It Bring it up like if it's that. relevant. Yeah. If it's relevant, for sure. So. <laughs> oh, after the DBFC thing. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even count, man. Definitely Come doesn't, on. Count. doesn't even yeah. count. All right. Well, anything else to say about this? Uh, oh, by the way, it is cool, I think, and we were talking about this before we got, we got on the air. Uh-huh. It's very cool that Ed Boone got involved, even if it was to say, shut up. Yeah, but I mean, some people are saying that he just didn't want the drama. It yeah. wasn't that he was against rivalries. I think he just wanted to cool down the drama that was going that, on. That 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 may be accurate. Yeah, I'm not sure. He, mm-hmm. I'm not, mm-hmm. not sure he dislikes rivalries in general. But I I do like that he takes an active role in the scene. Yeah, and, and the fact even that, if it's something I disagree with, I think that's great. Everybody who's following him are. A lot of people who are following him have nothing to do with the tournament scene. They sure. probably don't even know about that. But the fact that he's in there talking about it with the other players exposes a lot of those people to the FTC. I mean, you know, if 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 Capcom's head could speak English better, I'm sure it would happen a lot more. But you know, maybe I'm not sure it would actually. But, but yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but maybe it yeah. would be certainly nice to. to yeah, but I mean, like Harada. Harada is another good one too, Perfect right? Example. You know. Like, even just, yeah, anyways, any case, so, but, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, so, uh, do you want to take a break now, then, and then when we come back, we will talk about the EVO 7 wish list, because uh, we'll talk about that. Everything's coming from Twitter these days. Twitter! So, yeah, so, we'll be right back, guys, we'll be right back. I want to also point out that I think his feet are duckbills. Wait, the Ryu, the Ryu? I think the Ryu feet are actually duck bills. Yeah, they don't look right, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's just not... That not artwork is just horrible. terrible, dude. Wow, that artwork bad. is just terrible. It's horrible. Overall. overall horrible, so. horrible. <laughs> so, look. Anyway. Uh, let's let's talk about let's talk about this next thing we're gonna talk about here. So, Evo... Every year, Wizard does this, right? Every year, what, uh, what a guy this is. Uh, yeah, every year. Uh, so, he asks people what games they would like to see at Evo. Seven games. He limits it to seven every year. Yeah. Is that accurate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Head count. Seven games. And then they end up picking nine or whatever. Who right, knows, right. Whatever. But uh, <laughs> they always ask. Oh, God. <laughs> but, you know, what's interesting is that this does spur on the conversation and everybody gets talking about sure. it. Sure. And, and it also helps prioritize because if you can't pick whatever number of games they end mm-hmm, up with. Mm-hmm. You can only pick seven. 
then I feel like that better focuses in which games people super do want. Right. Right? Uh, uh, which games, like, do you need to see there? And personally, I think it's a good thing to start <clears> getting <throat> people ready to understand that they're not all getting in there. That's right. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have to perform triage yourself. Yep, exactly. You got to decide which uh, games are too injured. You got to yep. just got to let them die. Exactly. So you know, I think it's a it's a good way to get people to realize that. Sorry, your favorite game is probably not going to make it in there. You know, if it's a niche game. But what's really interesting that's about it this year, in my opinion, the main topic for me really comes down to Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. Dude, I'm with you. So let's talk about this. Okay, Obviously, okay, Street okay. Fighter V makes it in. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, I think the other... Tekken definitely seven makes it in. has to make it in. Definitely Tekken makes Guaranteed. it in. Guaranteed. For sure, Injustice is there. Okay. Uh, Dragon Ball, maybe? I, there's, I feel like there's not even a me. Well, okay. you never know. Maybe it comes out and it's a pile of flaming garbage and nobody cares about it. You never know. Right. Almost uh, certainly uh, uh, not the case. Right. Uh-uh. But, you know, there's that 0.1% chance, so maybe that's not guaranteed. Smash 4 is for sure in there. Right. Melee, in, in my mind, has the same chance of DBZ at getting in. That is to say, yeah, it's in there. But, like, ew, maybe Nintendo's, like, not anymore. Oh, and, interesting. And maybe okay, Dragon okay, Balls turns okay, out to suck okay. and nobody plays it. But those games, oh boy, those games are in. All right, just they, they, have, they have to be there. It would be wild, uh, barring some Nintendo out of the sky thing, for Melee not to be there. Right. And it would be super wild for Dragon Ball that everybody's going to play. Right. For that to not and be. And that's six. That is so six. So we already have six, so there's only spot for one more. Okay, let's talk about some of the other games. Guilty Gear? Guilty Gear? A lot of people play Guilty Gear. Mm -hmm. It's a popular game, and it's a good game. Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle is coming out. Coming out, not sure it'll be out for Evo. Oh, okay, so we don't know then, right? I, I tried to check for the dates. So oh, okay, maybe I okay, missed okay, it. Okay. Please let me know in the chat if, if uh -huh, uh -huh. that is public info. But maybe it'll be out, and a lot of people are looking forward to that. Blaze Blue mm -hmm. also is a popular game. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And bringing in multiple series is going to be more popular. Right. And I'm very much looking forward to that game as somebody who, who really liked Blaze Blue, really liked uh -huh. Under Night. Like, I, that's, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, KOF was there last year. KOF 14. Great, great top eight. Great top eight. It sure did. Um, Arms is not going to be there. Uh, Pokin's not going to make it. Uniel's I like Pokin a lot, it. by the way, but it's not going to make Uniel's it. Uniel's not going to make it. Under Night, no. Yeah. Uh, fighting EX later. <laughs> hey, Arika's new new game. Yeah. Is that going to be out in time? I didn't even think Nobody about that. Nobody knows. I don't. Right. Think I don't that. think that's info. That's I don't out. Think we make. Yeah. I don't think. Right? Uh, I haven't. I haven't heard about it. But then, of course, then there's MVCI. Marvel versus Capcom Infinite. New game. Marvel's always been at Evo. Every year. Every year. Every year. Marvel has... 3 is not going to be there. Yes. Right. In fact, I believe, didn't Wizard explicitly say that? I mean, he doesn't even have to. Right. I mean, I think it would be silly to, to put that It's in not going to be Because nobody's... I mean, yeah, it's, it hasn't been on the tournament circuit. For sure. For right? sure. So. But... Fight of the Gods, yeah. Fight of God. Fight, fight of, of Gods. Fight of Gods. There's no the. Get right, it right. right. Pay the mm -hmm. price. Slap me. Oh boy. Still <laughs> what a there's a lot of creativity. Yes. A lot of creative blasphemy in that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marvel Infinite. Now why why are we not treating Marvel Infinite as if it's a guarantee? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Couple reasons to me. One is that again, Blaze Blue and especially if Cross Tag Battles out. Right. That one I think is probably would probably take 
I, I would expect that over Guilty Gear because it's a new game. But maybe not. In any case, both of those. No, I, I hear you. <laughs> I, I mean, obviously, nothing against Gear. Uh, but um, you know, those are those are both very deserving games. Mm-hmm. And Marvel Infinite, it didn't do what people hoped it would. It it didn't sell well. It hasn't gotten great tournament numbers. It hasn't gotten big stream viewership. Yeah, uh, it's it, it. You know, it's not doing the trick, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, one of the points that you've brought up. So I'm not trying to make this a pun, but the game has really lost a lot of steam. Like, there's just not a lot of talk about it right now. You know what I mean? And then on Steam, you mentioned like in the last month, the largest number of concurrent players on there at one time was like 300. It was like three three fifty six or something like that. Not thousand, right? The, the, uh, uh-huh, there were three uh-huh. three and a half hundred people playing the game. Uh, I'm not at all saying that I don't want Marvel. It's we love the game. I love the game. I've basically been playing two games for the last half year. It's basically uh-huh. only Injustice and Marvel. Right. That's like basically it. In fact, I am. I have been trying to scramble to relearn how to play Street Fighter Five before Capcom got. Mm-hmm, uh, to be perfectly mm-hmm, frank, mm-hmm. so it's not. It's not that I don't like games. It's very much the opposite. It's more that I like it a lot. I want to see it there. I am at least a little bit worried that it won't be there. Right. I, I think that I if I if I was a betting man, I would bet that it's going to be there. But I think I think it's interesting to talk about the fact that there is maybe well for the first time ever at least a chance that there's not going to be a Marvel game. Yeah. Have you both? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Uh... I would like to see it there. I think the game is wildly entertaining to watch, and I think it's great. And it's interesting because, like I said, just the aura of negativity around Capcom and around the game is really strong. Like like I said, I think the game is really fun, but like everyone talks about how it's just like broken and it's just like unplayable. Well, it, you know, I mean, it's a Marvel game. It's going to be, yeah, it's gonna be uh-huh, wild. Uh-huh, exactly. I'm not worried about that. It's, it's more than I'm worried about... There being like thirteen people at the Milan tournament, like that kind of thing, it's more concerning. Actually, Wizard brings up an interesting point in the chat too: is that Marvel also has that problem of being owned by Disney, right? So, so you just talked about Nintendo and Smash, but Marvel could even be a bigger problem. Yeah, it may. That's you're right. Maybe, hopefully not. I mean, God, that would be horrible if Marvel stepped in and said no. Right. Especially, Man, especially if. Evo made it onto ESPN again. Like, wouldn't... That's owned by Disney. Like, wouldn't they want Marvel to be, you know, a headliner in there? But, know. you that's, know... Yeah. Now, what what Wizard is referencing is, is a part in the end-user license agreement mm-hmm, in Marvel mm-hmm. that says that you can't hold tournaments without their permission. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not something to be overly concerned about because that's a right that all video game rights holders already have. Right. That's just a part of copyright ownership. Mm-hmm, One of mm-hmm. the exclusive rights that copyright grants is the ability to decide where and when your, your game product. gets right. publicly displayed or performed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just it's like in the law. Mm-hmm. So that's not something that needs to be explicit. It's something that already every game publisher rights holder could could say. Right. It's basically like implied for it's yes. right for every game. Every, literally every game. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about the the EULA too much. But, yeah, you know, Marvel can be a weirdo sometimes. Hopefully they wouldn't say no, but I, maybe there's there's certainly a greater possibility of that happening than it is for any right. of the other games in there. Well, here's another question. Man, that would suck. What if DBZ took the spot of the anime game? 
<laughs> DVFZ actually took the spot, so there's no Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear. Yeah, it, maybe. Could it be considered like the anime game? Well, it's just gonna be like the main game anyway. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's gonna have a billion entrants. It's gonna have five thousand entrants. Right? It's yeah. Be the, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess because if it's made by the same developer, I guess is that the reason why? Yeah, because like, it's Arxis, it has, right? Arxis, yeah. Arxis. Uh-huh. And it, it has, I guess, some similarities with Gear. There's like a little bit of, you know, some stuff. Right. But obviously, it is literally anime. <laughs> Very literal sense. Uh, I just, I, if if what you mean by anime is like the the sort of niche subgenre, I don't think be, there's going to be anything niche about that game. It's what Helu says there, dude. It would be great if that game got over nine thousand entrants. Oh my god! I mean, we would all die from memes. <laughs> That'd be the best thing ever. And yeah, oh it's not god. published by Arx. It's published by Bandai, Bandai Namco. Namco. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but I mean, just with everything that's been going on in this, in the past couple of months and everything like that, I feel like, I feel like honestly, Street Fighter V and Tekken 7 are like the two biggest guarantees. So, yeah. Okay. Because Tekken 7 has just gotten way too much steam over the past couple few months. It's just Doing been, great. it's been great to watch more yeah, tournament entries uh-huh, for uh-huh. sure. So, uh, but, um, I, I think so. Okay. That's what I expect. What would, what do you want? What do I want? What's your, what's your preferred seven? Pref- my preferred seven would probably be Street Fighter, Tekken, uh, you know, barring any extremely disaster, Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, God, this is starts where it gets tough. Oh, boy. Because I want Guilty Gear there. I'm sure right? you do. I want Guilty Gear. I would like Marvel. Don't say it. This is the James World two list. Two spots left, and that means there's only two spots for Melee, Smash 4, and Injustice. Hey, man. It's one right. of those have got to go. I, I see where we're going with this. And where, which one would <laughs> I get rid of? Honestly? Oh, God. Like, honestly, I would probably take out one of the Smashes just for variety's sake. But God, which one would you take out? Melee has such a storied history, but Smash 4 is current. You know, Nintendo has has more Nintendo support, but Melee is the hype. You know, like that one has all the storylines. It's still... Well, I would put Injustice in there for sure, and then it would just be one of the Smash games that I would take out, and I'm refusing to commit to either. Ooh, oh my God. All right, fine. (laughs) Dang. I mean, some people are saying Melee has been stale. It's, I mean, maybe... Well, it's similar people do well every time. Right, and, you know, that probably would make me lean towards Smash 4 a little... To cutting Melee and keeping Smash To cutting Smash Melee, 4. yeah, yeah. But you, your turn. You All pick. right, fine. You pick. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Street Fighter, Tekken, Injustice, uh, Dragon Ball, um, Marvel. Uh, yeah, I'm at five now. Uh, Smash 4 and Melee. So which game did you leave? You left out Guilty Gear. I did. And I left, I left out Cross Tag Battle. And I left out King of Fighters. <laughs> I put in Injustice, you can put in Guilty Gear. No, hey kidding. man, this is David Universe. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. I know. That's, <sighs> that's my list, buddy. David is a hater. David is a hater. That means you voiced Metal Gear. You voiced Solid Snake. 
David Hayter. <laughs> Nobody's ever said that to me before. I like really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. One. Okay. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Nine. Uh, that would be funny. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was a good game. Honestly, I would put in probably only one Smash just because, just for the variety kind of thing, you know, to get one of every kind of game in there. Man, alright, I guess I'm going to be extra real, and I would take out Smash 4, put in Melee, which I prefer over the two, uh, and also put in Gear. No, Cross Tag Battle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's, know why I keep knocking down Dan. Dan has nothing to do with this, I'm sorry, Dan. He's, he's just trying to strut his stuff over here, dude. Sniffing his, el- his uh, elbow there. No, he's doing the whole, like, flexing thing, you know, where you're just, like, admiring that. your own bicep and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's that's my list. However, <laughs> I don't think that there's going to be only seven games. I would expect more still, but uh, you never know, because what if Dragon Ball Z gets 9,000 people? Yeah. I, I mean, this is, to my, to my mind, this is, like, a potential... Year one of Street Fighter Five again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could just show uh-huh, up uh-huh, and uh-huh, like uh-huh. every nerd ever comes to play. Mm-hmm. I think that's a real chance. Now, here's always the other eternal question: Not going to happen this year. Not going to happen this year because this is something that has to be planned way, way, way ahead of time. Um, what do you think about moving Evo to four days? Horrible. Just no, just no, not an option, not an option. I would hate it. Okay, okay. Well, what, what have I missed here? What have I missed here? Oh my god. Oh, a spiel by Master PPV yes. about how he believes that Melee is looking close to breaking out of that staleness. Yeah, actually, there is a little bit about that. I've seen people talk about that a little bit because some people have been doing a little bit better. Like Plop, right? Plop is one of them Indeed who's been doing is. super well. So. He sure is. As far as why I wouldn't want it to be... <laughs> Otto, it's like, no, staff would die. Yeah, yeah dude, uh-huh, from, a, uh-huh, from uh-huh. a staff perspective, I'm not staff, but I work there. Right, right? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, from a commentator's perspective, and I imagine a staff perspective, mm-hmm. it would suck, boy. But even on top of that, it, I feel like it would be harder for people to see things. It would be harder for yeah. people to go. You have to take time off of work or school or whatever else right. is, you have going on. And... Nobody wants to be left out of a day. And if and if it goes to four, I feel like there's a chance, a bigger chance anyway, that more people would just show up for only two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, oh, now it's four days and I can't see everything? Fine, only two days. That's the, like the, the GDQ situation. It runs a week long. Most people only go there for a chunk of time right. instead of being there for the whole event. Right. So I, I, I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't want to see the scene have to deal with that. Yeah, I You know, I, just, I feel like there are too many downsides to that. The, the upside is that if you very much care about certain games, that definitely gives a chance yeah. for more games to show up. So that's a good benefit, but I just wouldn't like it overall. I also really, really, really also want to just cut this off at the pass. A lot of people have talked to me on social media before, and they're like, why don't they just run all the games like, like NEC and, and, you know, and you know, Combo Breaker and stuff like that, right? And, you know, you just don't get the same numbers. Right. You don't get the same numbers as you do at Evo because the thing about it is since everybody who plays fighting games is at Evo, you're not going to get like Vampire Savior with like 20 entrants. You're, you're going to get like all these games are going to have hundreds of entrants. The lowest game at Evo is like 200 and some people, right. which is the highest game at other events. Right. Like the way you solve that problem is either you extend the time 
you have more money <laughs> or and and for the space and for all the because the thing is more games remember they had a stream station for every game last year which was super cool so mm -hmm. every one of them had their own stream so now they need more money for bandwidth for space for streamers for all that stuff like that so it's either time or money it's just those two things that that are going to change it and it's hard to get more space than they already have right exactly like they're already maxing them out mm -hmm. so it's hard to get the space and uh, yeah, it's it's just not an easy thing to do, right? And especially every game you add exponentially increases their overhead by that much more, in my opinion, way more than any other event. So I just I don't think they can just add all the games like like a lot of the other events can. Well, and by the way, they have almost every single game, but they're run by other people. Right, they're not official. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're side tournaments. But if you want to go there and play a video game, somebody's playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah, a tournament for sure. Right for sure. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was Gundam and Puyo Puyo Tetris there last year, right? I mean, that was bare, those are not even. There's a sort of fighting game. Gundam. Gundam is more than Puyo yeah. Puyo yeah. Tetris for sure for free. So. Well, I'm, anyway, I'm just a little bit concerned about Marvel. I I still expect it to make it. That's certain, if, again, if I had to bet on it, I would mm -hmm. definitely bet for Marvel to make it in. I'm just more concerned than I wish I was. Yeah, I mean, just just to be absolutely fair, Marvel just doesn't have quite the the the, the engagement numbers. Yeah, there was a lot of viewers who watched uh, Canada Cup. I think there was 20k viewers for Canada Cup, but you know, it's just like when Street Fighter Five first came out, like we, there was like 80,000 at final, yeah. the final round and stuff like you that. You know, I don't expect it to get that. That's fine, but. I guess I was hoping it would get more. Right. So. Okay. That's all. But like I said, I still expect Marvel to be there. Yeah, Anime Evo, they do a great job. They run a lot of stuff over there. They run a lot of stuff over there. Yeah. So. Uh, there was, uh, you know, not just their stuff, but the Super Turbo folks ran a tournament. <laughs> yeah. the, um, was a Super Turbo guys, man. There was a Marvel 2, there was a, there was yeah. a Capcom versus uh -huh. SNK 2, there was all the old stuff. Yep. There were KLF games from long ago. There were a lot of stuff. Right, that. right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think the game is stale. Not, uh, uh, no. Right, but engagement in the game, like discussion, interest in the game, I feel like is a little bit stale. The game is super sick. I love the game. Yeah. Uh -huh, so like I said, exactly. that's what I've been playing that and Injustice for like mm -hmm. last half year. Mm -hmm. uh, or whenever Marvel came out. So. Mm -hmm. Well, good on old Mr. Wizard for making us talk about this and riling up the old community. Oh, yeah. well, what, a, <laughs> what a trickster! But it's a it's a good it's a good conversation to have. It like is. I, said, I think it's a good. Well, conversation. They always they announce it tend to, they tend to announce it in, at the end of the year, or at beginning the end of the year, next year, at right? the end of the year. Yeah. The, it's been getting a little bit earlier every year, I think. Because I think last year when was it? Was announced? it December that they announced it, or was it January? It's usually December now. right? I have no clue, buddy. Honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, my memory sucks, so... There. Okay. Alright. Uh, let's talk about some results. There have been some events. Late January, huh? Oh, I late see. January? Uh, yeah, sorry, Wizard. Oh, yeah, Dude, you know me, Wiz. We're old men. We have no recollection of anything. Every year goes by so fast, right? I know, like, come right? on. Last... January... January. Oh, another January is going to go by. Because it's always at an event, right? Isn't it always announced at an event? Like, I don't think I can't so. think if there's a January. Is it not? I think they just... Don't they just do a stream? 
Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. They always just did a stream like that. You're right. You're right. Dude, this is how old I am, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah, Wizard says the announcement will be in February this year because of Evo Japan. Oh, okay. Well, there you have it. An exclusive Ultra Chen TV exclusive. The announcement will be in February because of Evo Japan. Top name. We got it. Heard roll. it here first. That's right. Let's write the SRK articles about it now. Mm. Announcement of an works. announcement. Yeah. Announcement of an announcement. Okay. Right. Uh, let's talk about some results, shall we? Oh, let's see. <laughs> Mike Ross cardboard cut out during the stream. Oh, boy. Oh, that'd be kind of... Actually, yeah, you guys got to find out a different, a different host. Yeah, that's right. Or was it somebody different last year? No, it was Mike Ross last year. He was yeah. there last year. What year was last year? 2017... Right? Yes. Was that was I mean was that I, I felt like there was something more to the <laughs> the trick than that. No, the the trick was that I thought you would think it was a trick and then that you would You would so yeah, you were yeah, okay. <laughs> Red Bull Battlegrounds happened a couple of weekends ago. Okay. We were there, that took place in Boston before <clears throat> we even get started on anything. Shout outs to the Red Bull team. They are doing some great stuff there. The venue was really cool. The venue was really cool. They decked it out to look like the Union Station. They even built like the phone booth, the phone tower, and everything like that. But in my opinion, what the hell is this? Wow. Jesus. Dropboxes crashing the party. But the, the, honestly, the thing that I liked the most about what they did with Red Bull Battlegrounds was that they moved it to a different city. Mm. And I think that they're probably going to try to do that every year. Yes. I, I met some folks there for the first time. That was very cool. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Some of you are all in the chat. What's up, folks? Yeah, a lot of the, the Boston players got to go to their first event. I talked to a ton of people that are like, this is my first fighting game event. And I think that's really cool. Definitely. I think taking the traveling tour around the country every year, like the Super Bowl, putting at a different yes. city is really cool. I think that's hundred really, percent really cool. agree, and it's a great area too because as as many people as live in Boston and New England in general, it doesn't have more than one significant tournament in a year, mm -hmm. right? And like arguably even that. So I think that's that's it's great to have a relatively underserved area. Yeah, be yeah. served in that kind of a way. Got to meet a bunch of those guys that I can see in the chat. Over yeah, there. Kate Barry, so, yeah, mm -hmm. Panamana. Very cool. So anyway, yeah, I agree. That was nice. And it was also, I, I found myself thinking this thought today. I kind of wish it was colder. It was so cold I mean, here. Because oh. after having been in Boston, I was like, wow, I get to wear different clothes uh, yeah, okay, for a okay. weekend. Uh, I kind of like the feel of cold weather for three days. Maybe four yeah, yeah, days. Okay, I can, I can see. And then past that, you know... For example, at Thanksgiving, it was 95 degrees where my family lives uh -huh, for us, right? Yeah. So we came back into the scorching desert. Right now, it's not that hot, but it was that hot for a little while. So I, I like that. I wouldn't want to live out there in your all cold weather, but I'd like to visit it. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, look, I don't own a scarf. I don't own an overcoat or a coat. Like, I feel like I need to purchase one just for these trips, to be honest. You probably should have one, yeah. yeah. I do have a scarf. And it was given to me for free by the Lakers on a Christmas event that we, a Christmas game that we went to. They gave a free scarf to everybody. And that's the only scarf so, I've ever owned. Why would an LA team give out a scarf? I, it was Christmas. I yeah, guess. I know. It just was but Christmassy. Like, but yeah, it was weird. Still. But literally, that's the only scarf I've ever owned. And when growing up, 
I didn't know there was a difference between a coat and a jacket. I was the same way. I, I just no called idea. them coat and jacket, like interchangeable. I same. didn't know why there was two words. Same. And so, you know, now that we travel a lot more, we end up in some... I mean, Boston was colder than Canada Cup. Boston yeah, oh, yeah. was cold. Yeah, it was Boston's freezing cold, there. dude. Jeez, it was cold, city. dude. Although yeah. it wasn't super cold for Boston. It was like 35. It can be worse. <laughs> Some yeah. people in SoCal are asking, wait, there's a difference? There sure is. Yeah. Jackets sure are just is. nice little thin things that yeah. you put on. Coats are the ones that you put on that stop the weather. You yeah, know, dude. So. Yeah, also people use the word weather to mean, like, difference in temperature. I didn't know that growing up. Wait, what do you mean? People say, like you just said, you uh-huh. stop the weather. Oh, okay, okay. Right? As if weather meant more than just, like, how it is generally around. Oh, People yeah, use that yeah, word okay, in, okay. in other climates to mean, like, wow, it's a different and cold climate right now. Mm-hmm. The weather. Dude, tr- so Super D's, like, California's thing, 60 degrees. It is, like, 60 degrees right now, and I am freezing. We have a heater on right here. Like, literally, this is the heater fan that's blowing right now because I am freezing right now. I'm freezing right now. It's actually warm thanks to this yeah. thing. But when we first came down here, I was like, oh, it's so cold. It must have been low 60s. Dude, dude it was, I think it was around 60. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in other places, 60 is t-shirt weather. Yeah, anyway, I know, right? So it was cool to be in Boston. Oh, we're walking around Boston. I remember, I forgot who it was, but some dudes walking around in shorts and a t-shirt. And I was like, what? That's weird, all right. So I, I went on a walking tour Monday morning because we didn't fly out until the afternoon. So I thought, all right, cool. I'm going to go see Boston sites. Mm-hmm. And even our tour guide who had the world's thickest Boston accent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and was clearly from there his whole life. He was cool. Okay. All right. Okay, so okay. he, all right. So, all right. You know, okay, okay. it was actually cool. Right, right. Uh, by the way, that was very cool. You can walk around. I did this thing called the Freedom Trail, which is about a mile and a half walk. And it's, you see all the old, most important revolutionary era mm, sites. Cool. Very okay. cool. Yeah. I would do that with you because I can't wake up that early. Yeah. No, it was I okay. mean, literally the night before... I think it was like me, Sajam, and Steve were all, you were like, I'm going to wake up early and do all this stuff. And we're like, that sounds cool. If we can wake up, we'll do it with you. None of us did it except you. It's just me. It was just uh, me. Yeah, it was, we met at the Boston Common. That's where I picked up the tour. And then we went to like an old graveyard. We saw the new state house. We saw the old state house. We saw the old town hall. We saw where the Boston Massacre took place. We saw, I forget the name of the church or meeting place where, like, Sam Adams riled people up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the name of it? Fan, Fanuel House or whatever? The place where we went for, uh, near the Cheers place. Oh, the, oh that was uh, Quincy Street. Quincy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Quincy but, Street but Market. right next to that is an old meeting house called, I believe, Fanuel. Okay, okay. But, I don't, anyway. Anyway, it was very cool. I liked it a lot. All right, anyway. Let's talk about Red Bull Battlegrounds, which took place in that city. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter V, uh, on day one, there was a qualification process, the last chance qualifier to be in the North American regional finals. We mm-hmm. knew seven of the eight players who would be in the actual regional finals who qualified there via points from ranking events. We had to find out who the last eighth person was. Mm-hmm. And so there was a last chance, but some people are mentioning it's Fanuel Hall. Yeah. No, it's definitely spelled F-A-N-E-U-I-L. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's accurate. I'm just, I don't remember exactly how it's pronounced. I think it was Fanuel, but I could be wrong. Okay. I'm going to turn it off. It's actually getting a little toasty. Kind of toasty in It's actually getting a little toasty So how did that go? How did the last chance qualifier go? <laughs> that last chance qualifier was great. 
It was awesome, and I can guarantee that most people in the audience and most people at home watching all lost their brain cells because uh, Cool Kid dominated everyone with some Abigail, and it was. Some I mean, he got sent to losers early on. Yeah, and he had to make this super long, very impressive comeback. And I remember I talked with him a little bit afterward. He was kind of bummed that it was not at all on stream until he got into the top oh, eight because he had to do a lot of work yeah. before that top uh, eight, but. Uh, uh. You know, once it once it finally got there, he uh, man, he did super super well. Yeah, so, there was a lot of good players there. I there mean, were. like you see in seventh place was up to snuff with Nakali, Eric C, again uh, from the Iowa region because he was at the Iowa tournament mm. that I was at, and he was the guy who sent Justin to losers with Fang, in uh, with Fang in at CEO. Right, that's right. Uh, fifth place was XSK Samurai hey, and hey. General Kills. With also, also Fang, right? Uh huh. I can't believe this isn't the first time. That Fang made two, two appearances in one top eight. Yeah. It's, I don't know that to be the truth, but like, how could that possibly have ever happened before? Yeah. Uh, the only way it could have happened is if it was like CN and Dominion. It's mm. the only way that it could have happened, right? But what's interesting about this is, well, okay, fourth place was Sonic Boxes JB with Rashid. Third place was Neon with Colleen. That was awesome. Uh, second place, Circa Wolf Crone with Laura. And first place, BXA, the Cool Kid 93 with Abigail. And mm -hmm. as someone pointed out, it's Fang, Nikali, Fang, Rashid, Colleen, Laura, Abigail, and Akuma. Okay. Akuma is the only character that is not new to Street Fighter V who was in that top eight. Mm -hmm. Everybody okay. else was new to Street Fighter V. So okay. welcome to the new cast. Okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's actually really cool. I like that a lot. And yeah, Neon, no, Neon's Colleen was awesome. Dude. Oh yeah, That dude. was really, really cool. To see it. And it was really, really good to see. I was glad to see Abigail, Neon, and Nephew, who was there, also did well with Colleen. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of Eds did really well there as well. Uh, I just liked seeing those characters being used and fleshed out. You yes. Know? It was, it's just really cool to see that. It's really cool to That's see That's right, that. and Wolfcrone did use Zeku. That's uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in uh, fact, uh, out of his pool, I forget who made it out in Losers, but both winners, who was Wolfcrone, and Losers made it out with Zeku. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of Zeku on stream, actually. It's cool. Zeku, I think he's kind of good. I think he's good, too. I think he's kind of good. Especially with like all the crazy stuff that Automatic has been putting work yeah, into him. Yeah, he thinks that he's top tier. Yeah, because the thing about it is, so the one thing that I've discovered about Manat playing her is that there is no situation where you can knock down the opponent and get a meaty outside of sweep into quick rise into crouching medium kick. Like, that's it. Like, but, you know, that's just, like, not realistic, right? Because when you're sweeping people with Manat, you're usually far away enough that you can't do anything. But literally, she has no way to get any meaty. Zeku, on the other hand, everything leads to a meaty. He has advantage on every knockdown, so he just has 10 years for frame kills into set play. And so he's really good. Mm. And, and it's funny because you can see some players don't have any experience against him. That, oh, yeah. The, 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 the Gachikun Big Bird fight that we'll talk, you know, that happened in the Red Bull Tower that we'll talk about. You could tell Gachikun had no idea what the hell was going I'm on. Okay. He had no clue what was going on with that character. So, but uh, Zeku is good. Shoutouts really to good. the cool kid for winning it. That was awesome. Wolf Crone did not seem to know the Abigail match very well, mm -hmm. which, you know, there are not so many Abigails out there. So yeah, you, not a lot heart, of people did. Yeah, heart, right, yeah, for sure. Um, but before he played against Abigail, against uh, Cool Kid, Wolf Crone seemed like he was going to march on through. Oh, yeah, he was doing really well there. And, you know, um, 
I know a lot of people know him as the heel kind of personality from like the E-League stints and all these mm. things like that. But honestly, he's he's always been super talented. Yes. I mean, when I found out he was there, I was just like, he could easily take this. He could sure. easily take this. And he was right there. He was right there. And it was just, and I mean, it's crazy too, because he knew he could take it. And you could see his mental fortitude just crumble yeah. while he was, was fighting against yeah. Abigail. You know, it was tough. It was. It was a tough situation, so. Okay, well, congrats to the cool kids. So, for having won it, Red Bull flew out his wife, Joy, like, immediately. Dude. We were talking with the guys uh, at Red Bull afterward, and they said as soon as they found out that mm -hmm. uh, the cool kid had won it, immediately they were like, we gotta get Joy. Dude, you know, they, they even, for his segment in the top eight, they, they played the Joy documentary instead of his little piece first, mm -hmm. right? And I'm sad, too, because, like, I made a joke there. I don't think anybody noticed, but I was just like, shout-outs to Red Bull. They do a lot of great things and for introducing Joy to the world. And, like, you guys all, like, you and Sejam and Steve, just, like, I think you guys are, like, immune to the puns now. And it just, like, disappeared and, like, it just went over everybody's head and yeah. either that or you guys just blocked it out so very possible and then TMZ uh, <laughs> she was on TMZ yeah what a weird timeline that we're in dude like I don't think that's the first time a fighting game has, right well Last we've time. been on World Star Hip Hop I don't mm. think we've been on TMZ before we've been on TMZ so. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> alright anyway congrats to the cool kid who then qualified for the next day yeah and what happened at the next day uh, unfortunately for the cool kid, he did go 0-2 afterwards. So everyone started in the winner side bracket, and uh, cool kid did not do well. But, I mean, there you see, first person he had to play was Punk, and he probably did a bunch of research the night before. And you can see, like, whenever he charged up for the unblockable, he just took it yeah. and, like, took less he damage. Well. And then he played Gustavo, and Gustavo's had practice against a certain Abigail. Yeah, he and I played a lot when the game, when Abigail was newer. Uh -huh. uh, a lot. And... He came into that thinking that it was going to be a steamroll for Laura. Uh -huh. He definitely beats me more than I beat him. Sure. Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh -huh. uh, but he was like, wow, okay, i got to take this seriously. And then I know that he played a lot against LPN Abigail, uh, too. Okay, so he's okay. had a lot of experience against okay, character, and okay. you can really see that. What were the results? The results were uh, seventh place was BXA the Cool Kid 93 with Abigail. He did play some Rashid and Justin Wong. Uh, with Karen and Ed. Mm -hmm. uh, he busted out Ed for a little bit. Fifth place was 801 Strider, who we mentioned, uh, with Laura and Brian F. with Balrog. Fourth place, Liquid Knuckledew with Kyle Armika. Third place, Rise Smug with Balrog. Second place, Idom with Laura. And Idom was defeated and blocked from making it into the Capcom Cup by none other than Panda Global's Punk. Right. Karin. So, of course, this is to get into Capcom Cup. And winner of this would have done so had they not already qualified. So Punk and Smug and Dew and Strider and Justin were just fighting for seeding. Right, they are already in Capcom Cup. So if Cool Kid had won, or if Brian F had won, or if Idom had won, they mm -hmm. would have qualified for Capcom Cup. So <clears throat> you know, congrats to Punk. He's he's. I mean, he's the best player. I still think I've thought mm -hmm. that most of the year. So congrats to him. But it would have been cool for Idon to have made it in. Yeah. You know, like, if even if not if Brian F. or if Cool Kid had made it in, I think right. that would have been really cool. But Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of, the, one of the interesting things about that, though, is that since Punk was first place already in the Capcom Pro Tour rankings, by him winning and gaining more points, it affected nothing. 
Right. He just went from first to lead. first. Right. right. So it didn't change any of the matchups. However, obviously, the do coming out of Capcom Cup and, and Ricky getting in there is going to change a lot of the matchups. Mm, that's true. Which, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm only happy about because then we don't have to have Itabashi and Snake Eyes fight each other in the first round because yeah. I would have. I want to see two Zangiefs do some damage, mm. dude. I want to see I, the too, I want to see the Geef salt. For sure. I want to see the guys getting mad at Geef, dude. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. It would have sucked if they had, one of them had to take one out right away. I'm with you. So. <sighs> there was yeah. a lot of money at stake. Yes, there was a lot of money at stake. So oh, obviously, yeah. Punk is not just going to sit there and go, you know what? I'll let you go. Oh, on. I, there's 100%. a lot of money there. There's a lot of money there. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but it was a cool event. They even did some throwback stuff. They did some Super Turbo. They did Ultra Street Fighter Four. They did Third Strike. We got to commentate some Super Turbo and Third Strike. They awesome. flew out Odochan, uh, Aniken, and uh, who was the Necro player? Sugiyama. Sugiyama. They flew out Sugiyama from Japan specifically uh, just to play in those events. And, and Pepidai as Pepidai. well. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, was, cool. it was really cool to see. I'm very happy that they, that they are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's hilarious that... Of the Street Fighter Four tournaments that have been run recently, because the Canada Cup had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's El Fuerte versus uh, Elena. <laughs> Elena in the Grand Final. I think that's hilarious. Uh, but you know me, I miss El Fuerte. So yeah, that's, yeah, it's cool. Uh, man. I mean, look, I never minded Elena, but I know everybody hates Elena, and like a lot oh, of people yeah, don't yeah. like Fuerte, so yeah. it's just it's like the so trolly. Yeah, or it's super so trolly. trolly. Yeah, but anyway, that, it is it is oh, very cool. Yeah. Uh, I I am super happy about Red Bull. You know, yeah. we've talked about this many times in the past, but just to reiterate it, I am very happy that Red Bull does what they do. I think that their role is is among the most important of anybody mm-hmm. in terms of uh, uh, what's the phrase non-endemic uh, groups in the FGC because theirs is not just let's show you the best. It's it is that, right. but it's also let's help the communities. Yeah, let's, you know, make it so that mm-hmm. there is. Something for individual scenes to play for. Proving Grounds was, was super awesome. Uh, they, like you said before, switched where Battlegrounds yeah, uh-huh, is. Uh-huh. So awesome for the Seattle scene one year. Awesome for the Boston scene next year. I would imagine they're going to switch it again next time, although I don't have any info on that. Right. But I would imagine it's going to happen somewhere else uh, as well. They just have such a great bottom-up view of, mm-hmm, how, mm-hmm. of how fighting games should be and has... You know, the FGC, that is what we have cared about the whole time. It's more right. of a bottom-up approach than the top-down approach. And they're, they're, they fit in perfectly. With it. I love it. What's great about that, too, is that they just have a history of that. It's not like that they're like, oh, hey, let's, let's do it this way with the FGC. That's how they've done everything. Like, when, you, when we're in the Red Bull headquarters and you see their, like, they show a screen. They have TVs where they just show random Red Bull things. But it's just like... Even in Asia, they have martial arts contests. They have break dance. They have you know break dancing stuff. Not you know on top of the biking and the mm-hmm. kayaking and crazy skydivers yeah. and and you know parkour. They had that thing where people would build their own like flugtag. Flugtag, yeah, flugtag. But they even had the car version oh, of it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It was just. Like they're very community oriented. Yeah, they they they're cool. really about that, and and it's a, it's a successful formula for them, and so that's why I have a lot of confidence that they can do that well for the fighting game community. I'm, I'm and, very and, happy. And, about and, it. and and the people that we work with at Red Bull, 
they all are super excited about it. You yeah. Know I mean? Like every time you talk to them, they're just like so like, oh, this is so awesome. They're so happy with everything. Yes, for sure. And and two of the most important are our big fighting game heads themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, Brett, Brett and Ben are, are, are huge into fighting games. Yeah. So it's not like they're like some outsiders mm-hmm, coming in or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even for the people who, who are, because certainly a lot of the production staff is like that, they're not half-assing anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh-huh, very uh-huh. important to them that it all remain authentic. They right. don't want fake nonsense. They don't want fake hype. They just want the real stuff. Right. I, nice work over there. Right, exactly. Nice work. And, um... What do you think of that trailer? Oh, yes, we haven't talked about that yet. Um, do you want to do you want to move on to talking about that and the Marvel thing and the Marvel trailer? Because there's more stuff to talk about. Yeah, yeah, we've is, got is all sorts of fighting games. But I mean, I guess this is a great transition to go from FTC news. Uh, from, sure. From, Why not? You know, from tournament results. Well, actually, I've got a few more tournament results. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about tournament results first, and then we'll get to that trailer there. So. All right. Okay, okay, okay. Master Cup happened this last weekend. This was the crazy uh, Tekken 5v5 tournament where there's like over a thousand players competing because there's like 250 teams and it's, like I said, it's 5v5, it's brutal, it's one match only, and then it's single elimination for the teams and everything like that. Last year was super awesome. I really enjoyed it this year with the momentum that Tekken 7's had. And now that I play the game and I totally get Tekken and I watch it and I can see what's happening in the game like it's it's it was awesome again this year I yeah thought dude, it, I, thought sure. went, I thought it was really really cool so for sure uh but i mean fairly surprising results here like uh the way that they played it they got to a top eight there was a last chance qualifier for all the teams which they was only like you had to pick one team captain that was playing to represent and everything like that but like the team that uh, the Tekken World Tour champion Kudans was on, the Korean team didn't even make it into the top mm. eight. They didn't. They weren't even in the top eight at all. So, some craziness going on here. So, but uh, uh, tied for fifth place. Remember, since it's single elimination, there's four teams tied for fifth place. There's Team Well Played with Ni, Chanel, Lohai, uh, Kelthu, and Senu. So that was the Korean team that made it there. Um, Shin Taisei Children G with uh, Taisei, uh, AC, Gen, Kurikun, and Shana. Also, Akicha Halman Brothers with Ken, Tarisu Cutter, Gugumats, Kami, and Sho. As well as Same no Essa with ooh, Nana Ayu Kujinshi, Raumu Nimi, Shochan, and Loki. All right, nice work. Uh, in third place was Mitanzu with uh, Chiri Chiri, Takashi, Mitan, Kei, and Honchu, as well as Global Glory with Noroma, uh, Chikurin, Chikurin uh, Mafuyu, Kesuke, and Tai Curry. Second place was Team Yamasa with Batsu, Nishi, Shinjuku, Nobi, Take, and Yu. And the team that took it was Team Anti-Bunkai with Amigo, Kawashia, Shiro, BKC, Manba, and Kagemaru. Oh, man. He's not making those up. Yes. <laughs> no, that's really what it is. Uh, man, that Grand Finals is pretty wild. That Grand Finals was crazy. So I tried to stay up and watch it. Um, uh, but I had to wake up early the next day because it was my dad's birthday and I had to mm. go meet with him for lunch. So I couldn't stay up. 
So I had it playing in the background while I was lying in bed and I just, I passed out, unfortunately. So I didn't get to see the top eight live. I went back and at least watched the grand finals. It was crazy, crazy ending because Team Yamasa, in particular Batsu, defeated four players right off the get-go. Right. So it looked like grand finals was going to be just a steamroll. <laughs> it looked like it was just going to be, man, all this way. And then the grand finals is going to be a 5-0. But then it was Kagemaru. With Josie, yeah. a character that a lot of people consider not very strong in Tekken 7, uh, defeated Batsu, and it was like, okay, you got one. Right, yeah, yeah. Then you got two. Right. You got three, and this is including Nobi. Right. Dragonum. Nobi was one of the greatest players, right? So, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he was the Tekken World Tour champion two years ago, right? Um, and so he beat another player he beat and then he beat four and then it came down to the last game yeah and uh every one of them was super close like he had right. to do like crazy like he crazy rage art you know right at yeah. the last second to get like to stay alive in one match and then in the last one he steamrolls the last opponent who is probably nervous as all hell Dude, yeah with a perfect to end the whole yeah. entire thing <laughs> and uh, yeah team anti anti bunkai bunkai Takes it. Then, okay, that's good. Yeah, it uh, was pretty crazy. It was it was wild because that that one you're talking about with the, with the rage art that was he had like just a little bit of life. It was the last round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, that game, oh, it was his last round. He was down one two at that time. Right. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was uh, tournament uh, point for the other team, right? And if he didn't bring it out right there, that that was over. Right. Like mm -hmm. it was super close to, to being lost. Right. And right. then to go from that, yeah, if you're the last guy mm -hmm, mm -hmm. facing this against this reverse OCV and you come up, how do you even play at that point? Like the, <laughs> the, you just feel like the tide of history is just rolling against dude, you. He snake eyes the team, dude. He literally snake eyes it was, the it, team. It, that's, that's really one of the best reverse OCVs that I can recall, mm -hmm. especially yeah, okay. how close they were and then ending on a perfect. Right, that's, right. You know. I mean, a lot of people are saying that Josie is considered mid-tier, right? But she's not considered one of the strongest characters in the game. At least not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. And again, I do not have the Tekken knowledge to be able to quantify yeah. that. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that's that's rough. That's rough to be the last guy. To be the last to guy be against the reverse OZV. Yeah. yeah. And, you, uh, and furthermore, you feel like, wow, if I stop this, I, like he wants to win, of course. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. On the other side, you're you're kind of like, it'd be sweet if there was a reverse OZV. <laughs> yeah, and then and then not only that, but to get zero and three and lose the last one with a perfect. Right. It just was like you just did nothing for that. Right. That's rough, dude. That's rough for sure. But I it was mean, awesome. great stuff, and I mean the the string of ridiculous Tekken has just been continuing. Jeez, to, yeah. Like the Tekken World Tour, this event, just great stuff going on with that game. So I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Tekken coming in 2018. I think there's going to be a lot of great things going on for that game. I hear you. So, um, and like I said, for me right now, uh, it was one of my New Year's resolutions last year was to actually play fighting games. Because I just hadn't been in 2016. Yeah. I didn't barely play any fighting games yeah. last year. I've played a lot of fighting games last year. And learning Tekken and getting to the point where I feel like I understand the game has been like the most satisfying thing for me. Like that's the thing that's made me happy. So Sweet. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that was a good tournament. What else happened? Uh, let's see what else do I got. The Red Bull Tower of Pride. Right, we, speaking of, of Red Bull. Yeah, we hinted at this uh, just a while ago. And uh, everybody who was there 
said that the event was super sick production. Uh, a lot of the guys, they said that it was just a really nicely organized event, mm-hmm. high quality. I didn't get a chance to watch any of it. Okay. I saw little clips here and there, thanks to High Fight, who mm-hmm. does a great job highlighting a lot of things. That's where I actually usually get to see a lot of that stuff. But it was an interesting format. There was, like, separate teams. I don't think they have it listed here. Like, there was groups or something so, like that. So, I watched quite a bit of it. Okay, okay. Um, different, so they appointed players as the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A set number of gatekeepers. I think there was eight. And for each, there was a big pool of players trying to get to be the one person to play against the gatekeeper mm, okay, to move okay, on. Okay. And the way that they decided who would be facing the gatekeeper was very unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a system of betting with coins. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, not yeah, with yeah. real money uh, coins, uh, but uh, like, you know, coins, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you could play against somebody and if you wanted to, you could bet I don't think there was a limit on the number of coins. Mm-hmm. However many you had. You started out with 10. Right. If you wanted to bet one or whatever, you know, if you you weren't sure. Right. Uh-huh. But if you're super sure, you can bet, like, all the marbles. Right. And whoever ends up with the most, after this whole series of mm-hmm. playing against each other, people drop out. Uh, at some point, you need to play against the, the other opponents. That's something, like, you could avoid them for some period of time. That was a little bit funky in some of the mm-hmm. but, uh, but super interesting idea. Yeah, it's a cool twist for an exhibition kind of event, right? Yes. So yes, very, very, very interesting. And and at the at the end of it, there was this really unique and weird situation where uh, it was uh, oh man, the players I totally watched this. It was Itazan versus uh, Vanal, the okay. third the third strike Ryu player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who now, uh-huh, who now uh-huh. plays boxer, but in that matchup as a counter pick went with Abigail versus Zengi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they battled back and forth, right? And whoever ended up with the most coins at the end of this time, time was running out, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all time. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, whoever ended up with, with, with the most coins would move on. And so, but, and they, they were, I think, were the only two people left, or I don't know, whatever, uh, 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 whatever ended up happening to require this, they had to play against each other until multiple times, multiple yeah, times yeah, in a row. Uh, 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 and, and amusingly, what ended up happening is that just as time expired in the last match, uh-huh. Itazan actually beat Vanau. Uh-huh. However, at that time, Vanau had more coins no! than Itazan did. No! And so... Uh, so they didn't... Like, it was... That was it? It was a, like, time over. Like... It was... That was it? Oh! And Itazan... <laughs> yo, Itazan did not sit... He did not stand up. He just... You could see he was super surprised... Vanau was surprised. Vanau took like a minute to get it like through his head. You could, I did, obviously couldn't hear any of it uh-huh. or understand it anyway. But you could see his expression, like you know, like yeah, did like, I win? Yeah, right. For like a minute, uh-huh. you know. And uh, and Itazan, you know, Vanau. Once he realized what had happened, uh-huh. he, you know, went over a little handshake, and Itazan just refused. <laughs> he was so mad. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So yeah, they were the only two left with coins. They were only two left with coins. Okay. Right. Okay. So it was it was real funky, but that's that was the rule. You had to keep playing, and the time ran out, and Itazan uh, didn't have as many coins. Next so. time they need a loud bell to go ding, 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 ding. Oh, you know, God, it was great. Oh, that sucked. It was great. Uh, I mean, it must have sucked for sure for Itazan, but it was it was very yeah. it's very interesting format. 
So and then what, they ended up in the stage two. They ended up playing the gatekeepers. Exactly. Right. So like Vanal played against whoever the gatekeeper was. So uh, that those matches were uh, Dogra fighting against Bonchan. I don't know which ones were the gatekeepers. I don't know if they've listed which one are the gatekeepers here. But uh, Dogra so, beat Bonchan. Bonchan uh, was a, I believe, a gatekeeper. Okay. So, but Bonchan was eliminated three to two. Nemo beat uh, Goichi three to one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Nemo was the gatekeeper. Yeah, I watched that one for sure because I'm I am all about Goichi right mm. now. So uh, Tokido beat Mizuha. Tokido was game gatekeeper. Yeah, uh, three to two. Big Bird beat Gachikun three to oh, three to zero. And like I said, I mean, just there was one sequence where he did the Bushin flip and came down on the other side and hit him with the elbow. And the next time he did that setup, you just saw Gachikun was just holding forward because he was like, oh, here comes that elbow again. But he did the kick from the front mm-hmm. and he got hit. And it, it wasn't even, lo- it didn't even look like Gachikun was guessing. It was literally looked like, oh, here's that setup again. I'm just right. going to keep holding this direction. You could tell he didn't know the matchup. So, uh, but by the Big, way, Big Bird was the gatekeeper. Yeah, he was the gatekeeper. So shout out to Big Bird. But now, uh, with Balrog, eliminated Daigo's Kyle with three to two. Daigo was gatekeeper. So that's the. Uh, Bonchan and Daigo were the gatekeepers that have been eliminated. Uh, Kazunoko beats Anman, uh, Kami versus Yurian, 3-0. Kazunoko was. Yeah. Then Luffy, Armika, beat uh, Tachikawa Ibuki, 3-1. Mm-hmm. Was Luffy the... Luffy was the gatekeeper, Tachikawa right? was the gatekeeper. Oh, really? Oh, good stuff to Luffy. Because I figured he was Red Bull, you know... Mm, that actually Luffy, makes sense, right? No, I no. thought he was... Okay. Uh, and then Machibo with Nakali beat uh, Kamadou Shaohai, Kami, 3-0. Shaohai was the gatekeeper. What's going on with Shaohai? He just didn't do that way. He's not in Capcom Cup this year. I don't know, man. Kami's, like, good. I hear you. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, but then there was stage three, which was the Tower of Pride. How did the stage three work here? Uh, I'm not anti-Daigo at all, I just, but I'm a big Vanal fan out of Third Strike Love. Uh, okay. He played Denjin Ryu, and he was wild. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was awesome. So yeah. More about me. Oh, okay. About. This is just a anyway. standard tournament. Standard yeah, at this point, it's just a, it's yeah, like yeah, a topic. Okay, okay. So yeah. round one. Oh, I'll just go through the results here. So it tied for fifth place in single elimination again. So it was Tokido, uh, Big Bird, Vanau, and Nemo. They're all tied for fifth place. Third place was Dogra and Machibo. Second place, Red Bull's Luffy. Mm-hmm. Luffy did exceptionally well this tournament. The first place was Kazunoko with Kami. And as I joked on Twitter, just in time for him to get top three at Capcom Cup again. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, two years in a row, man. Already. Two yeah. years in a row, third year potentially. So Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, Luffy played it really, really well. It was awesome to yeah. see. Good job to Luffy, dude. Good job. And also good job to Big Bird, dude. You know? mm-hmm. I'm always glad to see. I mean, Big Bird is one of those players that uh, honestly is, he's he's not in the best situation to be able to travel as much and to do right. a lot of this stuff, but he makes it work. He's he's in Capcom Cup, and he is in Capcom Cup, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in Capcom yeah. Cup. So he's been making it work, and I'm excited for him. And, you know, I expect him to keep doing a lot of stuff. Young guy, doing great Indeed. stuff. So. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was a very interesting format. I liked watching it a lot. Uh, there, It was kind of funky because uh, it was Gina and um, Majin Obama doing commentary, and they mm-hmm. weren't at the event. They were just, like, importing the stream and doing oh, the English okay, commentary. Okay. Yeah, commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they didn't like necessarily know everything all the time. Right, right, right. It's part of why I didn't know everything all the time. So it wasn't ideal in that respect, but they did a great job on commentary and 
the event otherwise was super awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I said, I didn't get a chance to see much of it. Like I said, all I watched was the Goichi uh, Nemo matchup because there was some sick stuff that's going on there. Urien is so dirty. Oh, God. Mm. But, but I mean, as but dirty as Urien is, it was, it was like he was just doing stupid things and then Goichi activated V trigger and like hit him once and then like all mm. his health melted. So Minot definitely has some cool stuff as well. So she could definitely use a buff, but you know. Mm -hmm. Now I'm biased, so now I'm really? biased. So, uh, seventh uh, Tobanga Charity Cup also happened this last weekend, um, and it was basically I think it's just like a team tournament, right? Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, it's a team tournament there. Uh, it was another five v five tournament. Over seven hundred and fifty people entered into this thing, and so should I just go through the top four teams instead of going through everybody here? Sure. Um, Third place was Hail Mary YKA God <laughs> with Daikokugo, Aita, Yukadan, Dogra, and Goichi. That's quite a team. That is quite a team. And then third place was also Beast TV's team with Daigo, uh, Orikasa, Machibo, Moke, and Nemo. Interesting. Second place was Kindebu Gurentai with Ando, uh, Yurian, Mizuha, Chunli, Itabashi, Zangief. Uh, Hai Kami okay. and Kindebu with Akuma. Okay. I didn't know Kindebu was playing Akuma now. Uh, I had heard that. But okay. Yeah. In first place, that. I mean, this was a Topanga event. So Topanga takes it. No, I'm kidding. But Topanga did take it. And that was Mago with Karin, DB Koopa with Ken, Sako with Akuma, Gachikun with Rashid, and YHC Mochi with Dalsim. Where do I know DB Koopa from? I'm not sure. Kichipamo OCB Kazunoko's team? Dang. Dang. He's a very good player. Yeah, Kichipamo's really, really good. He's another one of those young players that's uh he was on the he was on one of the fifth place teams. He was look on at, one of the fifth place Look at Kachika uh, Kachitagari. That had Bonchan, Fudo, Haitani, Yanchi, and Joden. That's pretty sick. Dang. Dang. Nice. Ah, Korea. That's right. Yeah. But good stuff. Good stuff. Uh that event. I did not get a chance to see any of this one as well, so who he didn't live in the states at all? DB Kuba is he is he only Korean? Uh, DB, I don't think so. I, mean, I think I, 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 I think you're else. thinking of Koopa from NorCal. You uh, might be thinking of Koopa from NorCal. I believe actually. I am. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. right. Uh, uh, you're so. right. Well, that's all the tournament results I have. Okay. So uh, let's talk about. Uh, well, I was going to talk about some event stuff, but let's actually just let's talk about this trailer, the Street Fighter Five Season Three trailer. Look. Uh, you, you, it's been pretty clear, like from our conversations and stuff like that, that I'm not particularly enamored with Street Fighter V in its current state. You know, I don't like a lot of things about the game. I think it could be a lot of improvements. I have a lot of high hopes for season three because it's always the third year when things real when games really get to that point, mm. right? Almost always, it's the third year when they really get to that, uh, that like that strong state. And uh, I liked what I saw in the Season 2 trailer. I mean, it looked like they were adding a lot of flashback in the game. It looked like they were adding a lot of really interesting things. I'm yeah. still mad. I actually went up to Damon at the event, and I grabbed him, and I was like, why is there no Cammy footage in here? Because I want her to be fun, and I want to see what they're doing with their second V-trigger or V-skill. But Well, they did show some of the stuff, right? They showed some new... What seem like special moves, right? Birdie has yeah. the, the little chain. See, I wonder, is the, Dealy. I, that was in like the V-Trigger section, right? It was, so it was, was that but just... then there was also a screenshot where he does 
it looks like he does the thing, but it looks like he's not glowing oh, at the time. Oh, interesting. Could be inaccurate. Mm-hmm. We don't know, obviously. Mm-hmm. But that's what it seemed like. So okay. uh, so there's that. But yeah, I think most of what they showed was, was new V-Triggers, that kind of thing. Um, I, I'm excited for it. I didn't want or really expect, I think, more accurate, a character. Like, I, a lot of people expected Sagat or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, announcement. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. An announcement. Um, I wasn't looking for that, so I wasn't disappointed. Right, but um, I mean, the thing about it is people did forget that the Akuma was a tease last year. They didn't show Akuma. They teased him, and then the banners changed to the Akuma stuff. This year, at the end of the trailer, there were Sakura petals floating by, and when they shot out all the confetti, there were Sakura petals in all of the confetti. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's Sakura petals in all in all the confetti. Like there's little flowers in there, and like that's that's super sick, man. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, people that. didn't. I mean, I I, uh, I got I got hit by the confetti. How did I not? Yeah, well, Kujo, Kujo Kate took a great picture, but I retweeted it so, okay. because a lot of it was the square paper, right? But then there were little flowers in there. So uh, I mean, it's all like com- yeah, they pretty much all but said that yeah. Sakura is in the game. Okay. With that, right? That's so sick, dude. I wish I'd known. I think people just missed that. Yeah, I, think they I, missed, missed, I that. missed that. I think they missed that. So there sick, you go. dude. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very cool. As far as what they showed in the trailer, some of the the V trigger stuff, it's in some cases it's hard for me to imagine wanting to pick those choices mm-hmm. rather than the existing ones. Like, I'm not sure why you would want the. Uh, Nadeshko that comes in with the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Why would Yurian ever not want Aegis Flutter? Right, <laughs> yeah, things like that. Uh-huh. So, what makes sense to me, I've heard some speculation on, is that they may be reducing V-Trigger effectiveness just in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, for characters who seem like they need their V-Trigger, maybe just in general it won't be as good next time anyway. So, the, the choice is not between, like, current super good Aegis versus whatever mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like way nerfed Aegis versus right. whatever because even how crazy Monat's V-Trigger looked there's no reason to pick that over the current orbs the current orbs have way too much utility you know kind of thing but like you said it could be them trying to tone it down a little they're going to tone down the existing ones which I think would be great because I don't like the fact that the, a lot of these characters are so yeah. V-Trigger in fact I felt like the V-Trigger dependency grew a little bit over time mm-hmm. with each of the characters like at first the V-Triggers were like Hey, Chun Li gets cool new combos. Ryu gets like this blah blah, and then it just was like Balrog. He activates V Trigger and you die. Laura activates yeah. V Trigger and remember that V Trigger and you die was more season two than season one. It just felt like it, it kind of just extended that way, you know. So if they can tone down V Triggers a little bit, I think that would be cool. But unfortunately, V Triggers are the most interesting thing in the game. Mm-hmm. When you activate V Trigger, like shit goes down mm-hmm. and like it's exciting. So in order to make up for toning down V-Trigger, I really do hope that they have added new moves and, like, actually, like, gone and, like, tweaked the characters. Not just, like, balance changes, but, like, like major stuff, so. I would like some some changes. Definitely agree. That's true, actually. If you're not good at execution, then you would take Manat's other V-Trigger. That would make sense, too. That does make sense. Yeah. That That was the C. Viper syndrome. Right, you would pick C Viper's second Ultra because you couldn't do uh, the crazy, you know, seismic cancel stuff like that. Right, so yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool looking trailer. I liked a lot of what they showed. They looked like interesting options. 
the Manat thing looks cool. The way that the little trigger balls mm-hmm. are moving around looks interesting. And the, the Ed one with the extra combo stuff looked cool. If Bison gets a command throw, how happy would you be? Yes. Bison's <laughs> feet trigger. It looks like he throws a bomb onto you uh-huh, uh-huh. and then he later explodes it. Right, uh, uh, but it, the animation was like him grabbing it the guy in the like head. It could be a grab. And it he, definitely could he, be. He looked like he was like, you know what? That statue gave me an idea. <laughs> you know, the little statue that grabs your head and blows you up. I think he kind of got that. I think that'd so. be super interesting. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a cool trailer. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm excited about. It. I watched it a, a couple of times. Like the Nash combo looks sick. I'm I'm worried that if they're too B and B though that like eventually they'll just become boring. Kind I mean that's how it almost always is. Yeah, right? almost yeah. always. Mm-hmm. Even cool looking combos at the start end up being right. Kind of, kind of rogue by the end. Hopefully, hopefully they're adding a little bit more of that flash in there. And and what I like about it from all the things that you've heard, like about the arcade mode and all these things like that, like and even like some of the data mining leaking, whatever like that, that people like a lot of that stuff is true. I'm excited for the game because I feel like that they're they're they they might actually be putting the love into the game that felt like was missing since the game came out. Well, in season two, I really feel like they, especially at the latter half of it, characters, yeah, cool cool characters, interesting mm-hmm. gameplay designs, interesting character designs, so. and and just and very good personality too. Mm-hmm. Manat, Abigail, uh, and and Zeku. We're top notch, top sure. notch in terms of quality of personality Definitely. and just like cool little touches. The fact that all of Zeku's moves look like Strider, he has the Strider sound effect, like all that stuff is so cool. So, Agreed, man. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I am not super stoked about Sakura being in the game. I'm not against it. That's, it's okay. I just, I know she's a popular character. But I feel like her style, as it has existed in previous games, mm-hmm. is basically already in the game. It's, like, already there. Mm-hmm. She's not going to have the tough execution Hurricane Lewis. No, 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 no. Not going to be like that. But she's going to be, barring some significant change, she's going to be another Rushdown character. Would so, I, 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 I know, know that there's a common theme in Street Fighter V that they're trying to eliminate cra- combos from Crouching Lights with three buttons. So you can't do light, 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 starting from a crouching light kick. But I actually would really like to, to see them give that back to Sakura. Yeah. Because in Alpha, that's what she was known for. Right. And even in, in CBS 2, Lojo, Lojo, Stan Short, Shouken. Like, that to me was Sakura. When they took that away in 4, it always felt wrong to me. Because you couldn't do the chain cancels. That always felt wrong to me. And if they brought that back and, like, made it low damage and, like figure out a way to make that part of her game again. Like, I think that would be It would cool. be nice. I think I would like... For once, I would actually like to see a reversion back to kind of what she was before. Because in 4, she didn't... She was so different than how she was in all the other games. That's true. Know? So... That, that's true. I mean, and, and for sure they will make her different. I mean, they, every returning character has been... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They've had some significant differences, right? None of them is the same. Cammy. <clears throat> Okay, Cammy's boring. But <laughs> <laughs> almost all of the characters have some unique change. So I would expect something different. That said, I, you know, it, I would not expect her to be a zoner, mm-hmm. right? I, she's going to be a pressure character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I wish that from that perspective, I really want the game to have more different play styles. Yeah. And I would be surprised if she had a very different play style mm-hmm. than other characters, so. 
That's all. Uh, how would I redesign Soda? So I'll bring this up. I mean, Capcom France or some somebody teased the yes. image. Capcom France. Oh my god. Yeah, with this this image of this blurry picture. Whoa. Who could? What could it possibly? I mean, it was Soda. Like it was, obvious. Exactly, it was obviously super Soda, obvious. Right? Yeah. So like, which if, I appreciate by the way. Right. If he's actually in the game, then. I think that's cool because, like I said, it makes me sad because he's the only character from the Alpha series that has not made it back into 4 or 5. But I agree 100% with you that everything that he would do is already done in the game. Like the little Leap Forward SPD. Like everybody has that already. Well, I mean, Birdie has that. Birdie has it. Right, you know. So he totally does Um, I would actually... Just not make him a grappler anymore, in a way. I mean, well, I, I would miss it, because that's what he was in Alpha 1, and I thought it was a super cool design, because he was a actual character with a forward momentum frontal attack. He was the first grappler that had that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's you know true. what I mean? No grappler has had that special move, and then all he was trying to do was freeze you long enough that this really long startup SPD would grab you. I really like that concept. If they can somehow build that again and make it feel different from the other characters, mm-hmm. then I'd be okay with it. But other than that, then I would honestly make him kind of like a, uh, a weapon stance character. Because in Alpha, he had the Jutes, and in, in Exism, in Alpha 3, they gave him the Katanas, which he actually originally had in Final Fight. Right. It would be actually be cool if he just, like, busted out all these different Japanese weapons just, yep. like, randomly and, like, played that style, you know, instead of Grappler style. More just Bulldog running you over, because that's what he did in Final Fight. He just literally ran at you, and there's right. nothing you could do about it. <laughs> but I think that would be kind of interesting. But honestly, I don't have a clear answer to that, because... I used him in Alpha 1. I loved him in Alpha 1. And so it's hard for me to want to take him away from what he was like in Alpha 1. But I get it. I get that there's too many grapplers in the game already. So I haven't thought about it long enough how I would redesign him. Yeah, and not just grapplers, but but pressure characters in the same sort of way as that you're describing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. So like, not it's not just that he... Is grappler. It's that like there are other characters already who have like forward moving, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, non duckable like they're in your face now. Mm-hmm, Laura mm-hmm. charge or no, right. Nico charge rounds like that kind of thing that already right. exists. So, uh, Birdie explode that that kind of thing already exists. So um, I don't know, man. That's a tough call. Tough call. I just you know I like the game a lot. One of my few problems with it is that it doesn't have diverse enough styles. Yes, so that's mm-hmm. that's what I want. Okay. More things like that, more funky stuff, and they. To be fair, they did that in the end of season two. Yes, you know, Manat mm-hmm. is very unique, and so is Zeku, and so uh, is Abigail. I, I mean, I, I just um, even Ed is Ed is quite unique. Or, yeah, Karen is Colleen is, is quite unique. So, I mean, look, uh, people know that I've been bored with Cami. She's super boring in this game. I know some people enjoy her, so I apologize to those people. I don't mean to, to dog on that character that much. Yeah. But, I mean, I do think she is kind of boring. And honestly, uh, just a couple of days ago, like, first time in half a year, I streamed some Street Fighter Five. Yeah. Just because I've just been wanting to play Manat. And, like, it started off bad. I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing with this character. Sure. I was just getting destroyed. She's funky. And I started figuring it out. And, God, it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun playing that character. I enjoyed using And, like, I actually feel a little rejuvenated. Like, I want to go and play again. Yeah, dude. I want to go play again. So I, I really did that. So I'm down. Uh, before we get to that, there was the other trailer. Oh yeah, the Marvel vs. Marvel Capcom Infinite, Infinite trailer. trailer, where they showed Venom, Black Widow, and uh, 
Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Did you see? What yes, did? I did. I what did. do you think about that? Uh, I was surprised that Venom actually looked more similar to the original Venom. Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to change him completely, but he had a lot of similar moves. He did. He had the web slam. He had the fish. <laughs> he had the the. the super thing where the things like hit you across the screen obviously i have issues with his voice which sucked really badly right like everyone's and it's funny too because like even max did a video where they just took the same voice and just modified it and it sounded great and and i, I heard capcom actually said okay we hear you on the voice we'll see what we can do with it so, uh, I, I don't know i heard someone reference that i don't know if that's true or not people in the chat can let me know but yeah the the it didn't it didn't sound very good um, Winter Soldier, I mean, I, I, I'm concerned that there is a lot of moves that do look similar to Chris. Indeed. That he looks very, he kind of has that style. But like a better Chris. So, yeah, the better Chris. So uh, it's, I'm curious but, to see how, but, but... Better angles and his arm just ignores projectiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, The curious thing is that, though, when we all saw the Black Panther trailer, we were like, oh, the Wolverine function... And then he comes out and he plays nothing like Wolverine no, at no. all. Yeah. So, you know, who knows about that? But Romanoff actually was kind of interesting to me because they had that sequence where she did an air combo into a reset air throw. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. like that actually intrigued me. Like if she's actually kind of a, a grappler, as it turns out, if her goal is to throw you that a could bunch, be sick, actually. Yeah. I think I would actually be really excited for that character. It's, I feel like it's really rare that, especially Capcom, puts in characters that are grapplers, but also like kind of fast. Right. And, uh -huh, and heavy. That's uh -huh. it's really rare for them. So that, that would be cool. Yeah. I, I Especially if you did resets into throws and then tag. And so right. that way, if they get out of the throw, you're fine. Like, right. there, there would be a lot of cool things in there. That's a good point. So I, I, that one, I'm kind of interesting. Yeah, dude, no one plays Black Panther. It makes me sad. And uh, I still think he's better than uh, people say. He yeah, and I, I mean, like, I I haven't barely played the game, to be honest with you, but I, I'm trying to get Olaf. One of these days I need to get him over, and I just want to sit down, the two of us just, like, crank out a bunch of two-player matches. And I, w I really want to try that Hawkeye Black Panther. Team. I want to play. Let's play. Yeah, let's do it. I'll, be, uh, I'll get you over, and we can all play. I want to well, play so. the video games. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, Black Widow. You know who lives in SoCal now? Is Eli the Curry. Wait, what? Yeah, he moved to Long Beach. I saw that he was at a Wednesday Night Fights, but I thought it was just he was just down here visiting. He lives here. He so moved here now? He did. So uh, he and I have been talking about getting together to play. Let's do it, Let's dude. Play. Let's do it. Sick. Let's do it. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, I, I, by the way, don't hate Venom's voice. Oh, like, you didn't hear it. Not that okay, big of okay, a deal. Okay. It's like I, I think Firebrand sounds way. It's God, he's just his voice is very bad. But. <laughs> yeah, Firebrand's probably the worst. Still, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, oh, wait, actually, it was all cool. Was other one other tournament? There was a battle for the stone. Oh, it was the Europe online qualifier that Aliun won. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. I so saw Alien's in the in in the Battle for the Stones. Should be. Which he's is great. Yeah, he's definitely one of the best. So there you go. Uh, okay. Um, some tournament news. Uh, NEC, which is coming up very soon. In fact, I think it's the week after Capcom Cup. It's either the week or the week after after. So it's either one week or two weeks after Capcom Cup. Yeah. Uh, their registration was extended towards December fourth. So uh, if you want to get in there, you still have an opportunity to sign up for that. So definitely do not miss that out. NAC has always been the biggest 
of the Big E tournaments and always really exciting. Definitely. So, uh, try, you know, if you if you plan to make it out there, you have still time to register. Uh, also, Strong Style. Mm. NorCal Strong Style, the failed experiment from the past, opening it up to Chris Seglia, <laughs> um, was a Tekken tournament that they ran that they decided not to stream, that they were going to do crazy video production afterwards to analyze all the matches and put them out that way. This is the fighting game community, so that wasn't going to happen. Right. But now they're going to do, they're bringing Strong Style back, which is going to be the weekend of uh, February 10th and February 11th at the Double Tree uh, by Hilton in San Jose, and this time it will be streamed. And uh, oh, this one should be a good one. This one should be a lot of fun. I'm excited for this one because uh, uh, it's, uh, so entry fee is $50 for both days, uh, Tekken 7. There will be other games there. And I guess there's going to be a mystery Tekken game, but uh, should be a fun, uh, fun American-based uh, Tekken major, basically. So we need to take a break because I have to take a major whiz. You haven't been doing the David dance. I usually know when you, that you're doing the David dance. But you haven't been doing the David dance. You're right, but nevertheless. Okay, no problem. We'll take a we will take a break and so my bad. Okay, no worries, no worries. You've been drinking some coffee, right? No, just no, water. Just water. Here, but... oh, okay, okay. We'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. That is some good crust. Yeah. Some good crust. Homemade veggie pot pie. All right. What's in it? Is that rice? No, it's like peas and carrots and stuff. Mm, okay, no? like rice in there. I mean, aren't most? I mean, I guess Popeyes are mostly vegetarian unless they just have the chicken in there. It's usually Typically just the chicken, chicken, right? So sometimes there's other meat too. Is it? Does there? Is there have like? Uh, is it with like chicken broth or anything like that, or is it completely vegetarian? This is completely vegetarian. Mm, nice. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, what's going on? Uh, all right, let's continue with more stuff. Um, so, uh, game news. Yeah. Game news is coming out this uh, in a couple of days. Geese Howard is released for Tekken Seven on the thirtieth, right? Yes, I'm kind of excited about that. For one. sure. And I want to because I got to see him a lot at the Tekken World Tour, and he has a KOF meter. He has you know charge up. Looks and sick. He's got like jumping air fireball. Like they just put him in the game, and I. He's and dude. He looks beautiful. He looks great. He looks I can't wait to see him with a uh, a bathtub hanging out with him, and he's got he's like wearing a what, uh, just, a, shower, a shower head is just on his head. Ruined the whole thing for me. That's awesome. That's what I'm mostly looking forward to. Ruined the, ruined game, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. But uh, pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure that's true, right? I mean, that's what I heard. I saw people hmm. talking about that he's coming out on the 30th. So. Oh, okay. But uh, also, Street Fighter V uh, said, announced a bunch of new costumes, a new bunch of stuff. They Guess who got a costume? Uh, guess who got three? Okay. <laughs> Chun-Li got three more costumes. Woo! And they just had the uh, server maintenance today. So now that's... they're all officially out. I did see Justin post up the, um, here, let me see. If, do I still have the web captured here? Whoop. That's not the nah, 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 nah. I saw, damn, Chen. Damn. All right, let's do this like this. So we do have some of the costumes here on display. Like so some. you got Old Birdie. Police Chun-Li. 
And then Manette, ostensibly wearing a winter outfit, although she still has sandals on. And But, know. I mean, she has cat arms and ears and a tail, too. Which I think if you hold the code, it gets rid of all the cat parts. And she's That's just normal. Good. However, if you notice, instead of an orb, she has a snowflake. Oh, I didn't notice which that. Which is actually kind of cool. I really like that her book version is actually the book. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, book. I think that's super cool. Yeah, no, I, I really like that. So, um, yeah, Raccoon City Chun-Li. <laughs> but see, here's all the Chun-Li's right here. There's classic Chun-Li. From there's, Alpha. Mm-hmm, from Alpha. There's training Chun-Li, I guess. Whatever. And SWAT Chun-Li. And I'm actually happy about this. I actually am happy about classic Birdie. Because I hate fat birdie. And so I actually get this actually cool. And yes, it doesn't make sense that he's eating donuts and all that stuff like that. Yeah, he's definitely still going to have the same wind pose of eating the world's biggest donut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they have classic Balrog and the classic Karen, which looks really nice, I like actually. It. I really like the classic Karen. Yeah. But um, they also have... Um, I mean, look. I, uh, yeah, anyways, whatever. Um, yeah. But the, they have some new Christmas outfits. Cami Christmas outfit. And that's what I would expect out of a camping Christmas outfit. So she has a uh, a hoodie on. Is that what's Christmas about it? Uh, the hat, the hat right here. But this yeah. is the this is the Christmas Monat. But we've got a Christmas Alex. Okay. And a Christmas Collie. Now hang on a second. There's no cl- they didn't have classic. Oh, was oh, classic Abuki and classic Alex are in season three. That's nostalgia. right. Nostalgia. Yeah, the nostalgia one. That's right. That's right. The Colleen one is actually kind of sick. I really like the Colleen one. Did you see the description for it? No. He was like, wait, she uses... You know how Dan is the is the guy who describes everything in the game? No. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When, when you're buying like the costumes, it's his like, description. I've like, definitely never It's him that. talking. So he's just like, oh, yeah, look, Colleen. You know, she's like this, whatever. But hey, wait a second. She has like snow powers and ice powers. Does that mean she's cosplaying as... Actually, never mind. I'm just going to let it go. She's the frozen girl. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, but then he made the the let it go joke. So even extra good. Let it go. I'm one with the wind. Anyway, all right. Yeah, see, yeah. I I I told you guys. Every time I sing, David gets really (laughs) upset about it. No, that's right. Makes me sad. Uh, I I think that one looks. Why don't you like my singing? (laughs) Well. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. If. I have to look real close to see that that's Alex and not Ken wearing exactly the same outfit from last year. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Whatever, it's fine. It's, you know. Oh, man. But, yeah, so all those costumes are out now, and you can buy them for three ninety nine. And there's also a discounted pack for last year's holiday stuff. And uh, Frosty, there's a new stage, which is this stage that you see in the background here. It'll be available. Oh, no, I think it's the same stage from last year. Mm. Uh, which will be available again for one ninety nine or seventy thousand five money. Yeah, I logged on yesterday and realized I didn't have the cami stage unlocked, so I had mm. to spend all my fight money on that, and okay. now I have no fight money again. So okay. we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> I spent mine on Abigail stage. <clears throat> um, By the way, I just saw Coco. First of all, highly recommended. Okay, super okay. great movie, fantastic. Before that, it has a Frozen short, which I thought was some cheeks, man. Short. Yeah, right. It's 20 minutes long. 
Is it really? Yeah, and I know a lot of people were very frustrated with it. I thought it was not very good. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh-huh. I, I've heard bad things about it. Yeah, and I've heard like everyone is just sitting there like I came here to watch Coco. Why is this so long? That's true. Yeah, that's true. That Olaf character is just maybe you got to be a kid. I don't know. I feel like I have a very childlike sense of humor in a lot of ways, uh, but. Uh-huh. Uh, I, mean, I don't like that character. I will say one thing. When I saw the trailers to the original Frozen, I saw Olaf and I was like, I'm going to hate this character yeah. so much. But I think going into it that way made me not hate him as much. Mm. And I thought he was cool. And actually, well, I really like the In Summer song. The In Summer song is just beautiful wordplay. And Josh Gad does a great job as the voice and he sings it well. Yeah. And makes me very sad that I can never find that song at karaoke. Oh. But like, um, um, that's a great song. Well, make Word sure that you great. go into watching the short doubling down on the I, I Already Hate, hate Olaf. Okay, okay. I, I saw it at the El Capitan Theater. <clears throat> which is uh, cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. People probably don't know what it is. It's a, it's a cool theater in Hollywood that always does extra shtick. So the extra shtick for this was that before the movie started, an Olaf cosplayer came out and did a whole dance to the summer song. Oh, okay, okay. Which is actually really cool. Okay, okay, uh, okay. I like that. The El Capitan is owned by Disney. It is. Yeah, and they even have an organ player that's on the stage that can be raised out of the floor, uh-huh. and like he'll be sitting there playing Disney songs all day. And then when it ends, he like gets lowered off yep. as he keeps playing and stuff it's like that. It's super cool, dude. Yeah. It, there's, believe me, there's nothing bragging about Hollywood. It's not some fancy place. <laughs> you, you have you have to not live in Southern California to think that Hollywood is any fanciness in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. So. All right. Anyway. Okay. 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 Um, uh, we talked about Saddam already. We talked about Venom, Winter Soldier, and Black Widow. Uh, there's a new fighter that has joined arms. Uh, Masango. Oh. Has come out and joined. Uh, oh, why did I get rid of that? I shouldn't have gotten rid of that. I, let me add the screen capture back in here. Oh. Again. There we go. So this is. Ah, it turned into advertisement. Robbox, stop it. There you go. So that's Masango. He's a new character that has been added in there. People said he looks a lot like uh, the character Lucian from Overwatch. Is that? No. Um, I don't think he does, really. Wait, which character am I? Lucio? Lucio, yeah, maybe, like, him mixed with Macaulay or something like that is what's a joke. Oh, boy. Sorry about the earbuds, guys. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, he's yeah, been added to right, the Switch. Anyway, yeah, I know, you're excited about that, so. Uh, <laughs> uh, Puzzle Fighter is now available on mobile. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. However, I heard it's very, the, I, I guess the term is mobage, like, the mobage is strong with that game, where... Basically, it's a pay-to-win. Like, you can get so far with skill, and then people who pay money will just blow you up. Bummer. So, yeah, so I've heard some uh, not great stuff. And why is... Oops. Kill this here. Hello. So I heard not great things about that. So, um, But Alex has been streaming it, which is actually kind of funny. Yeah, Vi has been streaming it, So because uh, he was a Puzzle Fighter player for right. sure. He was really good at that. True story... There was an FAQ for Puzzle Fighter a long time ago, and in one of the credit sections, it thanks me and says that I have an amazing Ken in Puzzle Fighter. Whoa. Let me tell you something. I suck at this game, okay? I've never been good at this. My One of my friends in college and his girlfriend were both super experts in this game. And one time, they played against me. He used the joystick, and she used the buttons. They were not allowed to communicate. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So basically he was on the joystick and he would just be like 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 that's not where I would put it. They destroyed me. <laughs> they destroyed That's the worst am, loss ever, James. I am terrible at that game, okay? And so I don't know it's because that guy came to UCLA to do some research for his FAQ, and I played him, and I got super lucky. I dropped the gem, and like it created like some eight chain. He was like, "Wow, you're really good." I was like, "I got lucky," and it, you that's know, funny, dude. he treated it as me being modest, you know. Yeah, and then I guess there that was, makes sense. So that's funny. Yeah, but it is available. Uh, okay. Also available on Steam is now SNK's The Last Blade Two. Yes, has been released on SNK. And uh, do they very actually, pretty game? Did they add uh, online play on that one? That I don't know. Okay, okay. But then also, just to add to uh, more games where we don't know anything about the lore. Okay. But I guess Bandai Namco actually <clears throat> teased a My Hero Academia game. What? Yeah. Uh, there's like some crazy teaser site and. Uh, I, I, that's all I can talk about. That's all I know. I don't know I don't crap know. about it. Yeah, I, I... Go back to the picture of it. See what this thing looks like here. Ha <laughs> ha, it looks silly. Well, you know, so that's cool. I have no idea. I have no idea. So. All right. All right. Uh, that's all I have for game news for some, uh, like, community stuff. I guess the Game Awards were announced, and there is a oh Best Fighting Game category there. All right. What do you got? And the games that are in the running are Tekken 7. Makes sense. Nidhogg 2. Okay. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Makes sense. Arms! Arms! And some other game, Injustice 2. <laughs> do there need to be five games in the category? I guess. Is that why? Uh, maybe, maybe. I think I never. I haven't played Dead Hawk Two. I, I like some more crust, actually. Yeah, it's great, right? Yeah, the crust is super. It's great. It's so I will tell you. Plus, I haven't had I haven't had dinner yet, so I'm like super hungry. So what? Yeah. Oh boy. Three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right. That's not definitely something I would do. First of all, major clumsiness in hands. Second of all, not care if it eats if it hits the ground or not. Wow. Turn it into a real David over there. <laughs> Which is not a compliment, by the way. Um, I'm the least David-y out of the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I just got the hiccups. Oh, yeah, alright. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Sorry. I just got the hiccup. But maybe, Ooh, they, do anyway, maybe I played... they do need to have five games. Yeah, yeah I like Nidhogg a lot. I haven't played Nidhogg 2. Uh, it's a it's a cool idea, but I'm surprised to see it up in a mm -hmm. anything like this. So. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, all right, don't patronize me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, what do you think should win? Uh, as if I even have to ask. Injustice. Yes. Okay. I <clears throat> would vote for Tekken. Makes sense. Okay, um, also, Mikado Arcade keeps running tournaments for old games. They sure do. And um, they just recently released VODs of <laughs> Marvel Super Heroes. Oh, God, I need to go watch that. Really? Because this game is broken. This Mega broken. Super broken. So I, I want to see what high-level Marvel Super Heroes looks like. 
But they also released uh, Rival Schools 2. Also kind of broken, because there's infinites and stuff like that in this game. Like, Sakura is, like, one of the best characters, because she's got to jump infinite, or she's like, fears Roundhouse, fears Roundhouse, fears. It's like the Sabertooth infinite. So I definitely need to go check those out. So I'm excited. Do you have water left in that? Yeah. All right. You have some, actually, you know what? You have a paper towel here. What you can try to do is take some of the paper towel, put it over there, and drink water through the paper towel. What? That supposedly helps against hiccups. I was about to drink it upside down, but... Oh, is that another one? I, yeah. You know, I don't think any of it's real. Fine. Let's try this. There's a paper... <gasps> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Well, that definitely did not do anything. More <laughs> <laughs> than experiment, I guess. Oh, man. Marco okay. Rubio. Nice one. <clears throat> okay, okay. Um, I, I gotta watch those. Mikado, VODs of Marvel Superheroes, and uh, Rival Schools to check those out. Uh, I found this on SRK, so you can just go there and grab them yourself from over there, so... I mean, someone says the paper towel works. Well, I'm not hiccuping, am I? <laughs> what? That doesn't make any... There's no reason for that to do anything at all. <laughs> That's absurd. <laughs> all right. Uh, <clears throat> and cool news again. Uh, the players who make it into Capcom Cup are getting, as usual, by this time of the year, the ones that are free agents do get signed. Indeed. Gustavo, 801 Strider, has been signed to Team Allegiance now. So great job to him. <coughs> I continue not to hiccup. I don't understand. I don't. I don't like this. This is some craziness. <laughs> All right. I consider myself to be a scientific person, and I don't think there's anything scientific about why I'm not hiccuping now. I don't like this. <coughs> no, I'm coughing because I'm laughing. Now. I don't like this. Because it's basically. I heard it's like you have to inhale really strongly, and it like I just let it dribble into my mouth. Oh, did you? You yeah. didn't, like, suck through it or no. anything like that? Oh, well, then, I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. It I don't worked. like it. It's you just... have to pull harder with your diaphragm to suck up the water and concentrate a gulping counteract spasmodic muscle movement of the hiccups. Well, See, Automatic has the, 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 the tech even for this. I didn't suck through it. I just let it dribble into my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, Hitbox unveils the latest Smashbox update. Complete with button remapping, and this is the cool part, special tournament verification software. Mm -hmm. So apparently you're going to be able to use a PC, like hook the hitbox up to it, and it'll verify that they haven't done any crazy customized shenanigans to it. So you can hit all the buttons and know exactly what they do, etc., etc. Cool. Et so that way people can learn this, and now that whole worry that people are cheating with the hitbox, smash box, or the box, whichever ones, will be alleviated. I think that's a really cool idea. I mean, to go that extra mile to create a software verifier like that for tournaments, I think is super cool. Agreed, I dude. I think it's super cool. Agreed. So. Um, there's a new Waypoint documentary that follows Sonic, Fox, mm -hmm. and Punk at EVO 2017. Yes. Have you seen it? I have not yet. I have, I've totally forgot until right now to watch it, but I've heard great things about it. Yeah, yeah. I've heard a lot of things. I think that's where the footage of... Uh, born free hugging somebody mm. when Tokido wins is in. <laughs> so, 
And then also, I, I want to talk about this. Um, a new book came out just recently. It is The Undisputed Street Fighter, a 30th anniversary retrospective art book has come out. And uh, there's a lot of stuff in there. I've seen stuff about like Chris Bond's photos and stuff like that. I've seen, uh, uh, there's a lot of like really cool things going on in here. And um, I should be getting a copy at some point in time. Oh, cool. And uh, when I do, I will definitely take the time to review this. But you can see here, talking about oh. Final Fight, because Final Fight was supposed to be Street Fighter 2 at first. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. That's why they're so similar. That's why they have, like kind of have the same engine as Street Fighter 2. <coughs> but it got turned into Final Fight instead. <coughs> oh, boy. But it's yeah, like you can see SoCal's power players. There's like ooh, pictures of Tomo in here and everything like that. Oh, wow, that's awesome. Here's some pictures from uh, Southern Hills Golfland. In fact... I am 100% sure that these three photos are my photos. Really? Yeah, these are my photos. That's right hilarious. Here. Because uh, they asked me, they're like, can oh, you use your photos? Gotcha. And I was like, yes, yeah, you can definitely use <laughs> That's photos. great, dude. And I sent them these photos. Uh, these were from the day that Southern Hills Golfland closed. Mm. This was Southern Hills Golfland's closing final day, and so I took a bunch of pictures there. That's cool, dude. Uh, um, uh, arcade to the Stars. This is, uh, yeah, see, this is my photo as well. That's John Bylon who ran Southern Hills Golf Land. Um, <clears throat> Very cool. Uh, like Dalsam artwork here and like more Dalsam stuff here. Look at this, all the way to Street Fighter V. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff in there. So uh, I'm excited for this book. I can't wait to, to, to look through this. And like I said, when I get it, I'll review it on stream. And I'll talk about it a little bit. So Very cool. Just let people see that. But it is available to purchase right now. It is available to purchase. I'm pretty sure you can get it on. Uh, there's a, oh, check this out. There's a regular version. Oh. And then there's the cool special <clears throat> edition one that looks like an arcade cabinet. Very cool. That's kind of cool. That is very cool. That indeed. is super cool. But you can get it from Amazon right now. So you can buy it on Amazon. <clears throat> All right. Well, it's really cool, dude, that, that they use old photos uh, and mm -hmm. talk about mm -hmm. more. I didn't realize that we'd be talking about things like that. That's, that's yeah, very interesting. Yeah, talk a lot about the scenes and stuff like yeah. that. So Very, very cool. Yeah. Well, very cool. Very cool. Uh, that's all I have. That's all I have for news. Uh, anything else that you wanted to say? Yeah, folks in the chat wanted me to talk about uh, this loot box issue. Uh, oh, that's right. <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like in, in some There's, foreign countries, right? Right. So, uh, basically, the Belgian government, or a body in it anyway, mm -hmm. uh, recommended to the rest of the EU that loot boxes be considered gambling. Mm -hmm. It's not the case far as I understand it, that officially now in Belgium, loot boxes are considered gambling. Mm -hmm. It's that this body in the Belgian government wants to change the law Europe-wide, and mm -hmm. they've like recommended that they do so. Right. So it's not like an, like an immediate thing. It's more like, oh, let's make this happen. Uh, <clears throat> if I got that accurate, I believe I did. So that's, that, that's, the, that's the gist of it. There's not a lot of legal action on that front right now, but we'll see how that goes. You know, people have been talking about this for quite a while, but it's become more important lately as mm -hmm. it seems like almost every new thing involves loot boxes in some way. Right. Uh, it's, it's obviously an ancient idea, magic of gathering packs and so forth, but it's, it's become more important. And, uh, it's just, it's so much easier to spend the money on it now. Yeah. So oh, it's, dude. it's dangerous now. Right. You know? Right. And you hear horror stories of kids 
buying thousands of dollars worth of stuff with their parents. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, whatever to that. But but you do hear about it. Uh, I personally feel in a human capacity that it's definitely gambling. Like legality aside, uh, I feel like it's gambling. God, my thumb's wrong with my voice. <clears throat> <clears throat> I, I hit a big chunk of pepper like a little bit ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whew! All right. Man, it's really good, but that's pretty spicy. Uh, as far as legality goes, I, I don't know Belgian or EU law well enough to know like if it okay, counts okay. as gambling gotcha, there. I'm going to gotcha. be honest with you. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that there are at least some mobile games, and probably more than that, that could be counted as gambling in some U.S. states. Uh so I think that is more concerning from the, from the laws that I know, mm-hmm. but it's it's also a system that like everybody hates, you know. Yeah. Nobody uh-huh. loves the loot box idea. Uh, it it catches some big whales that spend a ton of money on it, and that kind of sucks too because it, you know, it hinders everybody else, right? Well, I mean, that it's, it's like it's it's annoying for everybody. Else, it is. It right? is annoying. Yeah. Um, to to some degree, with when things aren't gameplay, when they don't matter for gameplay, you can just sort of get by and you play Overwatch and you don't need to spend money on loot boxes mm-hmm. and stuff because it's just for looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it has really, when it's much more about game, the gameplay, I think that that really sucks. Yeah, it's interesting because I know I've talked to game developers about loot boxes before, but like games like League of Legends. The only reason why the game can be free to play for everybody is because of the whales. So it's right. because of the whales that you are able to play this game for right. free, right? And yeah, it's going to take you a little bit while to get everything, but in the end, you didn't have to spend any money, right? Like right. the fact that I'm playing Final Fantasy Record Keeper for two years now. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't spent a single penny <laughs> on this game, right? And they keep making more content for it. They right. just patched it last night, and they up buffed up a bunch of stuff. Now I'm, like, really powerful okay. because I buffed up all these <laughs> abilities that everyone's like, why are you wasting your time with that? It was for my OCD and everything okay. like that. But they buffed some of those. I'm, like, I'm like Good. super right. I'm like super buff now, so okay. I'm happy. <laughs> but, um, like, but the only reason why they keep making this game and I can play it for no money is because other people are whales out there. Yeah, right? it's like the old mm-hmm. Vegas theory that... Vegas used to do where the the prices of everything was really low. So some people are saying that this is free games with microtransactions is different with loot boxes. That is true for sure. Okay. Uh, but the way that many microtransactions are going is towards loot boxes. It's right. not obviously categorically so. I mean, like can, in, in this game, when I yeah, I guess that's true because in League of Legends, you're not you're not it's not a loot box. You right. know exactly what you're buying, right? Yeah. But a game like Final Fantasy Record Keeper, you're paying money to draw weapons and you don't know what you get mm. a lot of shitty weapons. It is gambling. Yeah, it is or, gambling. Yeah. yeah, so there is that in Final <clears throat> Fantasy. So it's valid for Final Fantasy, not for League of Legends. My yeah, apologize about that. So For sure. You're a whale. Oh, for KOF, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I bought some fighting games a lot. <laughs> for sure. Dude, sure. one of uh, Derek Daniels, you know, my friend, he said he's bought Symphonies of the Night like at least 10 times mm. already, like on every single platform possible for some reason. I, I think there's going to be a reckoning with loot boxes. Even if right now they're not considered gambling, I would not at all be surprised to see that jurisdictions start to, to more explicitly make them gambling. Because even if you don't think that it's gambling, uh, you know, you got to score the kid, the the voter points of let's protect the kids yeah, and yeah, so yeah. forth. So mm-hmm. 
even if not for real reasons, I would expect there to be more regulation of it mm -hmm. just in the future. So okay. we'll see how it goes. But right right now, it's it's a pretty murky legal area. There's not a lot of established like direct law on that topic. Right. So. And someone says it's also different to have loot boxes in a game that already costs fifty dollars <clears> as, as opposed to a free game like League of Legends. I, I, I definitely see that as well. Yeah, so. it, it is, but it's not. It's probably not legally different. Mm -hmm. It's probably the same in that respect. Like it, right. it's it's less obnoxious right. for the player, but probably the same for the law's perspective. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about? I wanted to bring up uh, the Battle for the Stone stuff. We forgot to mention that they did announce that they're going to go with the pre-patch version. Oh, we didn't. Yeah, you're right. And the <clears> patch <throat> coming out has all the changes, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, in there. But um, I mean, the changes look great to me. I'm I'm down with all the changes. Gets rid of HSD. Gets rid of. We haven't talked about this. The patch. Have we not talked about the patch? Didn't or? we last week? Or we weren't here last week. Oh, no, we man, last we week. might not have talked about it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, My bad. I totally thought we had. Yeah. Uh, I I don't like how some of the changes seem like they're too... The reality stone they're change too big. is The reality bad. stone got busted. I don't like the reality stone change. <clears throat> that kind of uh, that kind of bugged me. I, mm -hmm. And just in general, I don't want significant changes early in a game's life. Mm -hmm. I get you probably shouldn't nerf Dante. I'm not going to quarrel with that. Right. But I do think that they maybe made too many changes. Ultimately, like, maybe you let him rock a little bit. If he's too good, fine. You mm -hmm, lure him mm -hmm, a little bit again. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's a little bit too... Uh, yeah. Too and Dante and Reality Stone got a little over-nerfed. Yeah. Well, opinion. I still think Dante will be good. I just think yeah, that it yeah, would yeah. be better uh -huh. if, they, if they had let it ride a little bit more. So. Yeah, I don't even think the Reality Stone was as bad as a lot of people <clears throat> said it was. I'm totally with you, dude. I already did not think it was the best stone in neutral. Yeah, uh-huh. I already thought space was better. Like, I, you know, so it's clearly good. But we'll see how it, it goes. It also, it also is kind of a bummer that uh, most of the changes are nerfs. There are, there are minimal buffs. Minimal there, buffs. Does nothing happen to Ryu or X? Yeah, Chris got like a little bit more damage, I right. think. Right. But um, Ryu? Jesus, that character is like, yeah. like, he makes me sad. I mean, maybe Capcom hates that character now. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe, maybe he's their new Dan. He's like, oh, we have to yeah. have Dan, so oh, we'll make God. it Ryu, right? Yeah. Yeah, I really didn't think that Reality Stone was ridiculous. <clears throat> but yeah, but they're gonna use the pre-patch version. So, so if you're competing for that event, uh, don't patch your console on the fifth because it coming because <laughs> right. it coming out three days before the event was just like, come on, guys, just really? go offline entirely, right? Really. But yeah, I mean, it was a silly decision. I'm glad they decided to go with the pre-patch version. Hundred percent, of course. Right decision to make, of course. But it's just annoying now because the people who want to practice for that have to just make sure that they never update their game somehow. So just don't go on the internet. Yeah, pretty much. Just unplug. Uh, yeah, pull the cable. You can't play online anymore, yep. but you can play against people. So, yeah. So it works. So. Any picks to win the last online qual? I don't know. Isn't there, man? Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about was I, the day after Thanksgiving, I did a special marathon 10-hour stream, basically with no breaks, and I just went through Yikes. the entirety of Cuphead. Oh, yeah, you beat it already? I played through Cuphead, mm, yeah, in 10 fun, hours, right? and it was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, it was so much fun. I caught so many old game references, mm -hmm. like, like, old game. You can tell these guys, I mean... 
I believe that they're references. There's just very similar things, and I could be making it up because I'm looking too hard. But mm. I definitely felt like I saw some like crazy climber references, and there's ghost and goblins references, yeah, for sure. and like, oh man, it, that game was super good. I had so much fun with that game. And uh, I guess after you beat the game, there's also a fountain that you can talk to. You can do this at any time, but once you unlock the area that the fountain is in, but it tells you how many deaths you had. Oh yeah. I had 299 deaths. Okay. So I just made it under 300, and most people in the chat said that the average, like, that they see from a lot of people is around, like, 500. So Ooh, Boom! Old school, old school skills. Old school skills. All right. Old school skills. I'm sure my number is very high because I was learning hitbox on that game. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay. So yeah, I'm that's a problem. Up constantly. That's a problem. That's a problem. Oh, that's right. You are playing it. I forgot you were playing it. Cuphead, yeah. Yeah, so we need to play, like... Two-player Cuphead. Oh, that'd be cool, that'd be, yeah. That'd actually be fun. That'd actually be fun. But, uh, uh, God, yeah, that game was really cool. I, re I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was weird. The only time I raged was, uh, have you beat it? No. The final boss. The final boss made me rage a little bit. I got a little mad at the final boss, because the final boss, but there was also easier ways to do things that I was making. I was doing it too hard for myself, because I told the stream not to give me any tips mm -hmm. or anything yeah. like that. But uh, I did end up beating it, and um, but yeah, that was the only time rage. Because honestly, outside of that, it's very fair hard game. Oh yeah, uh, it's yeah. not like when you're playing, it's just like boom, go back all the way. Like Dark yeah. Souls is like they kill you, and now I have to spend another two and a half minutes to run back to the boss that killed me, and to do that, I have to fight this one stupid annoying guy on the stairwell because you can't run past him. And uh, this was in Demon Souls, by the way. So like, it's not like that, you know right. what I mean? It's like. You die here, try again. You die, try again. So, like, it felt very old school to me. So, it really never got me upset until the final boss. Like, then I actually got a little tight at one point in time. But funny. still a great game. Still a great game. I like so. it a lot so far. I'm only playing it when I'm on an airplane. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. It's my, okay. It's, I'm saving it for my airplane games. Cool, cool. So, uh, hey, did you get anything for Black Friday, Cyber Monday? No. I just, I, I'm too lazy. Like it's, it's, it's almost like it's too overwhelming because literally you can buy any, whatever it is that you need, you know, next year I'm going to make a list like at through the year as I go so that when Black Friday arrives, I'd be like, bam, here's the things that I look for. Cause right now it's just like, okay, do I want a new mattress? Oh, do I want a new computer? Do I want a new electronic thing? Do I, I was want thinking a, about a new computer. Yeah, I was thinking about a new computer, but uh, I just, I haven't got through so with that, unfortunately. So Afudo did not get dropped by Graft. His contract is up and he's looking for a new, oh. he's looking for a new sponsor, I believe. Okay. I, no, actually, I think he's going to join the Daigo team. Oh, sick. He's going to join like the, the, the Daigo, whatever corporation that does the Beast TV and yeah. all that stuff like that. I believe that's, that's what cool. he's going to do. So yeah, uh, I brought I bought a new cellular telephone. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I bought a Moto G five plus. Uh, I I don't really see why people buy fancy phones. Mm, okay, I don't I don't like it. Doesn't matter to me. Like I don't do things with my phone. It, Am I being an old person about that? But like I don't. What do I do? I watch YouTube videos mm -hmm. and Twitch, and I go on Twitter, and I, you know. I'm not playing fancy games. Like, I could already play Hearthstone and, like, what did I, what did I, I tried the Injustice app for, like, a little bit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Whatever, I got, I got, uh, 
like a mid-range phone, but I, I, it seems good so far. I literally just got it today, okay. so I can't tell you too much about it. But I it's mean, cool. my phone is like four years old at this point. My phone was three and a half years old. Like, who, right. it's fine, right? I'm still on a six right here, right? So, um, I'm with you on that one, and I'm a technology fiend too. Dude, I'm, for uh, sure. I love technology, but the thing about it is. You read all the stuff about phones, like, oh, you yeah, have this crazy feature, that crazy... I don't use any of that stuff. That's what I'm saying. I don't use any of that uh, stuff. I don't use any of that stuff. I, like, I'm just like, like... Twitter I'm... and Final Fantasy Record Keeper. That's the end. That's the end for I'm not even using this thing. Twitch. This thing has a fingerprint reader, and I'm not even going to set it up. I don't, I don't care. I don't want, like, looks at me and it opens the app, the phone. <laughs> I don't want some biometric I do stuff. have the fingerprint re record. I actually kind of like that, to be honest, because I just hated typing in the number every I time. I just got a little... You draw a design, and now yeah. It's oh, open. Yeah, it's yeah. easy. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I definitely like tech, and I there are some things that I spend money on that it clearly matters. Like if you have a good graphics card, obviously that is a significant difference yeah, yeah, yeah. than having mm -hmm. a crappy graphic. There's clearly a difference there. But for a phone, I don't know, man. My my three and a half year old Galaxy S5 was fine, except that the screen was broken. Right. Mm -hmm. And then also I dropped dropped it in a vat of pee. And it's uh, it didn't work too well. Yeah, when you got sick, uh, when I tweeted it out yes last week, I said that uh, the common cold got a perfect on you. It yeah. was kind of like a subtle way to say that you got peed on. You know that you got genius. Yeah, I dropped my phone at the end of Red Bull, Red Bull Battlegrounds, right in the toilet, right in the toilet, and it was it was an unflushed toilet. All right, it was there was still work in there, <laughs> and. Uh, Man, like my, my reaction, even before I thought about this, because if I had sat and thought about it, I might have acted differently. But without thinking at all, I was like, oh no, and I just right in there. Grabbed all the way in there, I was grabbing it. Uh, yeah, I know. And, and then I realized. It was like after I picked it up and it was just covered in pee. I was just like, oh, what? oh my god. Uh, so then I spent like the next five, ten minutes... Uh, you know, trying to wash it off without, like, dunking it in water and just, like, soaping it with some paper towel. And then I tried to dry it out for a while. And anyway, the charge port was kind of screwed up after that. So. Only pee, yes, but still gross. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why did I keep the hand? Yeah, Fortunately, it the well skin anyway, on the hand eventually goes away. Right, yeah. You know, that's the nice part. Yeah. You know. If yeah. you haven't seen someone in seven years, by the time you see them again, they're a completely <laughs> brand new human being. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, when I when I picked it up, I definitely did the, the cartoon thing of like this. Like, <laughs> like, oh man, it was... oh man. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about besides Black Friday stuff? I got a new. Uh, what do they call it? Air purifier. Oh, cool! Yeah, I didn't I actually, get too much for it. I think I actually need one of those too because my old one died on me. Like I had just, I, I've had it humming in my bedroom for years, and one day it just—I was in the room. It was like, was it just full of crap? I, I, you gotta I, change the filter. On yeah, that. I do change the filter every once in a while, but I—it I, just doesn't. It's—it's it's like there's, the filter light didn't even come on or anything like that. So I think it's just dead. I'll take a look at it, but I got to do it outdoors because if I open that thing up, dust is going to go Woo! everywhere. So, yeah. Can you shake my hand? My hand will be fine. I'm not shaking your hand. Haha, but yeah. 
<laughs> it was definitely full of pee. Man. And it was at the worst time, too. It was just before we left to go to the airport to fly home from Red Bull Battlegrounds. And so there, I'm, I'm, I couldn't... You know, I had checked into the flight beforehand, but I couldn't, like, bring up my little travel pass, the uh, boarding pass, on my phone, because my phone was dead. And so, I, you know, and then I tried to, like, text my girlfriend, I'm going to be on the plane now, I'm seeing whatever hours. But my phone was dead. Yeah. And, and then when I... Listened, it finally did work. But I was worried, like, what happens if I get to the airport and I'm supposed to, like, call a lift? Mm-hmm. How do I do that without a phone? Man. True story. So I texted tough. your girlfriend. It's true. To let you know that, to let her know you were getting on the plane. And then we had a nice conversation. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had. <laughs> oh, man. You know, we were just texting each other cat pictures. Hey, that's all I would have been doing with her anyway, man. <laughs> pictures of our cats. <laughs> that's all I do anyway. Oh, that's funny. But, uh, anyway. okay. All right. Last thing that I have to say then is, uh, I mean, look, even if you can't do anything about it yourself, spread awareness about net neutrality, man. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> honestly, like, just, um, make sure you talk to people because anyone you talk to who, you might talk to someone who will call the congressman and all that stuff like that. In fact, we know someone who has, who is planning to set up a, a stream at one point in time where he will call the congressman yeah. for you on the stream. So you basically just say, I am this person, I live here, call my congressman, and he will call them and be like, on behalf of blah. He's going to do like a marathon stream yeah. before we that. Gotta, set we got to set that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we've talked to him, and hopefully he'll let us know, and then we can, you know, do it. Yeah. I mean, I, I would even be like willing to, like, we should find more people who would be willing, like almost like a telethon kind of thing, you know, like. And, and, and I think that would be cool. Yeah, so, but definitely keep that in mind. We, I mean, someone said it best. Like, I think it was a, it was a Comcast sent out a tweet. They're like, we will not change anything. We will make sure everything is open to the public. We will not do any of these crazy things. We'll be completely transparent. Cool. And someone responded to that and was like, we don't want to use any things of this new law that we want to pass. But we want to pass it anyway. Yeah. But we won't use any of that law. Like, come on, guys. Then why do you want to pass the law if you don't plan to use any of it, right? It's like, come One on. One of those tr- very transparent things. Come on. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, they, they, the, the idea, if you believe that there's any sort of ideology underpinning this at all, which I think is spurious at best, but if you think that, uh, the, the idea is that <clears throat> if you allow the ISPs more control over things and, and what gets through and mm-hmm. they can... You know, uh, uh, charge money for whatever traffic goes on. Uh, the idea behind that is that they would use those extra profits to reinvest in creating new infrastructure and new products, and mm-hmm. and be able to innovate not just in that way, but in terms of how they sell their services and mm-hmm. what services they sell in the first place. And it would like spur change, but uh, it's absurd. Those <laughs> those those companies literally have been paid billions of dollars. Uh, in taxes and in explicit payments by by city and and state and federal government to uh, add infrastructure, especially fiber. That going back to the early nineties, there were there were laws passed in the Congress requiring that there be some certain amount of fiber mm-hmm. homes get hooked up and so forth. And by some estimates, the amount of money that has 
gone to the ISPs as a result is $400 billion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't you know. Is that true? I don't and know. And they but kept it's... most of it, right? <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, they, no, haven't all... even, they haven't even done done that, right? Like... Very little of it. Right. Very little of uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And, and they've been sued by some cities. New York sued Verizon, I think it was, uh, for not having installed as much fiber as they're supposed to because they just didn't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they've literally been paid to do this extra infrastructure, create new products, stuff, and they don't do it. So, <laughs> they're like, you know what? This money looks better in our yeah, CEO's hands. Yeah. The the whole theory behind that, that philosophy is that uh, you admit that there's greed. These companies are acting out of greed. But because of the greed, they will try to innovate and make more products, and that's better for the consumer. So you're relying on greed to make things better for the rest of the world. All right, that's the philosophy. But for some reason, that philosophy doesn't admit that greed is inherently about doing... It's it's greed not just in the sense that you want money. It's greed in the sense that you don't want to do stuff. Right. (laughs) You You would rather, if given the choice, make a lot of money without doing work Instead right. of making a lot of money while working a lot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're greedy for your time, too. It's not just that you're greedy for your money. So, I, I, it's a very... It's like an obviously short-sighted, silly philosophy. The craziest but thing... I mean... That's it, at least nominally what they say is going on. So What's weird about it, too, is like, I'll actually tweet about net neutrality. There was one day that I just tweeted a bunch about it. And I had people a lot of like, oh, but this would be a good thing. We need to get rid of net neutrality. I'm just like... How, like, how did you believe this? Like, where did you get this from? And not only that, but they said on that, uh, the, the actual FCC website where you are actually putting in the complaints that the, like the FC, like the, the ISPs created bots to, to, that use real people's names and things like that yeah. to fake the people going, no, this is good. This is good to try to mask the the overwhelming negativity yeah, towards it. So fact. now I'm wondering if the people who are responding to me are bots. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never know for sure. Yeah, in fact, the Attorney General of New York is looking into this and is going to bring a suit uh, against the FCC, it seems, saying that, uh, you know, about the fact that the FCC will not give out data with respect to those claims. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, there, it seems like there are a lot of people who put their names in Against net neutrality, but they're dead. Like things like that happen, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. the attorney general is trying to look into this. How did this happen? This shouldn't be happening. But the FCC will not give them the information, which is even shadier, <laughs> right? So you know, it's right, whole bunch of nonsense. Uh, yeah, you're right. That philosophy about greed and so forth, extra doesn't work when there's a monopoly. Yes, that's yeah. the biggest problem, right there. Right, right. but but that. It's just like an extra nail in the coffin for that philosophy because greed, if, if you let it run completely unchecked, greed wants monopoly. Like if you're if you're mm-hmm, the very greedy mm-hmm, person, mm-hmm. You, what you want most is a monopoly. Right. But that's what they are going for in the first place. It's not like that's like an, oh, it accidentally happened. Mm-hmm. That is the goal under right. that philosophy so that they don't sort of take that into consideration that they pretend that there's competition instead of monopolies is extra stupid. Right. I don't know. There's a lot of things in politics that don't make much sense to me, but, you know, it's, 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 it's much more easily explained by just there's a lot of corruption and they yeah, want some dollars. I mean, I mean like, I, I'm, we've, like, I have conversations with my parents about, because obviously they're up in age, 
And so there's a lot of health concerns and health insurance is a problem. You know, pharmaceutical companies yeah. causing all the... It's all the same thing right now, right? Like right. car companies killing the electric car. You know, there's that whole documentary called Who Killed the Electric Car? Mm. You know, oil companies and car companies killed that, a lot of that. And, you know, just it's all controlled by that. And it's, it's, it's a frustrating yeah. situation. It, but regardless, you know, like obviously there's different viewpoints on like guns and all these, all these that, other crazy different. things. That's different. But net neutrality, like... I just there should it's a utility. It, there should be no argument. Yeah, I, I on wish this, that you know? there was more of a more of a reasonable sort of third rail in politics that just shouldn't be touched. Mm-hmm. Like if the, yeah. the debate, the debate yeah. over guns runs the entire length of our country and it's not going to stop anytime soon, right? That's right. Just, it's it's forever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's that's fine. That's like a different thing than should we be able to have, have internet? internet? Yeah, exactly. You know, that's yes, that's, that's the point. Is you know, like. Fifty years ago, I guess a little bit longer than that, actually, uh, with phone companies, they could have just done this, except for without net neutrality for phones. They could have done the same thing with electricity. Mm-hmm. It could it could have been that if you wanted to use uh, a refrigerator, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like the yep. refrigerator that your electric company wanted, they would charge you double the price. Right? Could uh-huh, have been uh-huh, like that easily. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I can't. I haven't heard of anybody back then saying it. Like, I remember looking into this a bit back in the day. I never found anything that seemed like that was even considered. Right. Because it's clearly stupid. Right. It's clearly stupid. Yeah, because, I mean, I, that was the example that I put. Like, can you imagine they would just be like, oh, uh, do you want to buy the bathroom water package? Right. And you want to buy the kitchen water package? Sorry, you can't wash your car because we're not going to turn on the hose outside unless you buy the hose package to water your plants. Right. You know, like, it's that kind of it's thing. It's clearly stupid. <laughs> It's, it's, I don't know, like, I don't, I... This, this, that's why I think, like, at the start of this, I was like, I don't really think there are philosophical arguments behind right. this. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. It just, it's not guns so far, I get it, there's a philosophical argument. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. It's uh-huh, not uh-huh. just about the fact that you want to shoot, I get it. Like, right. there's, there's yeah, more, yeah, yeah. alright. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I may disagree with it, but I understand. But in this case, there, there's just, there's not. Yeah. There's not a real philosophical argument. They just, they want the dough... It's very transparent. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Hopefully it doesn't work out. We'll so, see. So, again, talk about it. Make noise about it. If you aren't going to call your uh, representatives, then someone that you talk to might do it. Just spread the awareness around there. And hopefully the vote is like sometime mid-December, mm-hmm. right? December. Yeah. It's mid-December, so hopefully we can get word and make sure that this thing doesn't happen because... A lot of a lot of a lot of things are going to go crazy if that actually happens, and it's not going to be pretty because the internet, the internet is not it's not like TV. It's very different than what cable company does with TV. TV is still like entertainment stuff, but yeah, the internet right. is literally like a lifeblood of society now. Like it's a very different thing. It's it's and yeah, and even the fact that like some poor neighborhoods don't have internet, and like right. there was like stories about like in these neighborhoods where these kids who are starting to now set up things to actually give internet to their neighbors and stuff like that, which is really cool. But like the internet is, it's not like cable TV to me. It, it really is like electricity, water, and stuff. Like, as sad as that is to say, that but that's how pervasive the internet is. People need the internet to do business. Everything, you know, all sorts of business, things. fun, everything, everything. It's everything. 
Right, and it, and especially for guys like us too, like streamers, and if you like watching the Twitch streams and things like that, it's gonna change everything in that situation, right? So yeah, for video game development and esports, it is a it's a big big deal. Uh, do you like say that Capcom comes into a trillion dollars and they pay ISPs to throttle? Other fighting game traffic. <laughs> right. Uh, so now you can still play Tekken mm -hmm, if you want, mm -hmm. but it's going to be a million frames of lag. Right. Right, because uh, they yeah, just yeah. they shut it down more or less. Right. That would be crazy. And I was even thinking about that. Can you imagine if, like, uh, Twitch struck a deal with Comcast and now Comcast was the only exclusive provider of Twitch? Yeah. They could absolutely do that. Sure. Because, like, you think about what right now, when you want to actually watch movies... Streaming, it's like okay, you go to Netflix. Oh, they don't have it. Yeah, I gotta go to Hulu. Oh no, they don't have it. I gotta go to Amazon Prime. I mean, you're like there's all these different packages, and like you got like that could actually happen to the internet at some point. You know, it, that kind of thing already sort of can happen. That's right. Uh, uh, like, have you ever tried to? You have cable TV still? Yes, I do. So I don't, and I can't watch things on the internet oftentimes unless I also have a cable package. Right, yeah, yeah, So that kind of stuff uh, already exists, uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, for sure it would be worse, and it would suck if, as is more likely, the ISPs were to basically uh, blackmail Twitch and all the, you know, Netflix, all the companies right. that use a lot of mm -hmm. streaming bandwidth. Because, um, man, those companies pay a ton anyway. It I can't even tell you how much Twitch must be paying to have the amount of upload that they have. <laughs> it must be just ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, so there it's not like they're not well, paying. Their my share. internet costs like a hundred dollars a month, so theirs just must be like sorry. Inside joke. Anyways, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Tournament organizers. Yeah. Easy. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully it doesn't happen. We'll see. Yep, there hasn't noise. there hasn't been a lot of stuff this year that uh, that has worked out like well in my opinion at least yeah uh, but it's it's not been nothing okay and so, and so like when for example everybody blew up when trump first announced the uh muslim bans uh, yeah that i think probably did have an impact yes uh, i don't think that was negligible so did was that the deciding factor as to why courts originally shut it down maybe not mm -hmm. but it certainly had a big impact and it and it it limited what the administration was capable of doing moving forward. Mm -hmm. It really has an impact in, in big situations like that. So if, if we can get that sort of stuff against getting rid of net, net neutrality, I think it can have an impact. Right. You want to know what, to me, was one of the most <clears throat> ironic things was? Remember when they tried to repeal the thing that you could bring back elephant parts as trophies and stuff like that? <laughs> Isn't the Republican symbol an elephant? It sure is. Like... Yes. Wouldn't they want to protect that? Ha <laughs> ha! You would think. Anyways, that's getting too far into politics now. Uh, it turns out that, um, from what I've read, Trump is actually against big hunting. Yeah. And has been, but his sons are way into it. Yeah, the picture of his so, son. So, yeah, yeah uh, it's, uh, they go frequently. It's, it's not like a casual thing for them. But apparently, Donald Trump himself doesn't like it. I don't know, that's what I've read. Whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Fight net neutrality. Fight net neutrality. All right. Okay. Wow, we actually went quite long. I Both did not expect weeks, that. Two week episodes. Bummer. So, yeah, Thanks for hanging out with us all this time. Yeah, I know. Um, cool. Uh, anything coming up this weekend? Oh man. Uh, now my thing's dead. 
Uh, did you see the tweet to us from somebody uh, in yes. Russia? Yeah, 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 yeah. I faved it. I faved it. Uh, I also faved a video from my favorite singer. Uh, let's see. There is a Russia CIS Invitational Tournament with Guilty Gear and Tekken 7 as the main game. It's called Winter Rumble. Cool. So it's a 16-man Russia CIS Invitational Tournament. And then, yeah, there's more info. Uh, if you go down here, more info. There is over 100K rubles in prize winnings, money matches, and raffles on stream. Top 16, Tekken 7, will be on December 3rd. Uh, and Guilty Gear Exert. So they have the time here. I'm going to retweet it right now. So if you go to my timeline at uh, twitter.com slash you'll see information on it. Uh, it'll be streamed in Russian at twitch.tv slash fightingru and in English at twitch.tv slash fightingru2. Okay, very cool. So it doesn't go. say where in Russia? No, it doesn't say okay. where in Russia. But definitely it's a tiny country, it should that. be easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. There you go. So, All right. All right, I guess that's it, folks. Thanks a lot for joining us. We will definitely do a Capcom Cup preview next week. We'll definitely be talking about that. All right. 100%. Cool. Peace out, everyone. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, wait. Dun, dun, oh, don't, 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 don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, dun, dun, okay. Dun, dun. Are you doing the wrong one again? <laughs> no. This... Man, Meatball Parade is such a good song. Yeah, you always do the Meatball Parade one instead. Sorry, sorry. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Uh... Tiny Country. Oh, wow. Thanks for buying the Twitch package from your ISP for us in 2018.